This episode is full of spoilers and contains some not-so-super language. Citizens, welcome to the Fortress of Potitude. I'm Dave Michaels. I'm Brian Betts. And we are the Cape Podcasters. And this is the show. That's just a couple Balchinians just sitting around talking about Men in Black 2 with our Balchinian brethren, Kyle from the Experience Grind oh, podcast. Man. <laughs> hey, Balchinian. Welcome, fellow Balchinian. I guess. Hey, that's what we're leading off with. <laughs> yeah, just a yeah. bunch of Balchinians hanging out. The absolute. Just doing Balchinian things. Worst joke in this movie. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. One hundred thousand percent. All right, I'll be on. All right, I came into this movie or this episode ready to be hot because historically yeah. I fucking hated this movie. I've all only right. seen it one time. I saw this movie in theaters and it pissed me off. Primarily because <laughs> of that joke. That joke was so bad that even it's not good ugh. on a scale of jokes from being good to not good. It's not good. It ranks low on the scale of <laughs> jokey to, to not jokey. It's funny because I remember seeing this movie and going, oh, I like that. And then watching this time, I went, that's totally fine. Yep. Didn't <laughs> didn't need it. But then I saw it was only an hour, 28 minutes, and I went, all right, I like it You again. know what? Keep Perfect. the Balchinian in it. That's, <laughs> that's so fine. short. Throwing a Balchinian. Fine. If you're doing it for time's sake, I get it. I'm so yeah. happy we have our, our amateur resident men in black expert and kyle he's back i'm so happy i do love this fucking series for some reason <laughs> even though like it pretty much ended after this movie because i hated it so much uh, <laughs> so you liked the first one it's the highest of i, like, and I, really liked, I did like and the, the cartoon a lot uh, oh yeah the cartoon, cartoon was good cartoon mm-hmm. was good and uh johnny knoxville's character in this movie is based off one of the cartoon villains yeah, well, I, there you go. I've forgotten Johnny Knoxville is in this movie, That's... and I watched it last night. Amazing. <laughs> oh man, Johnny, how far? Would it blow your mind? <laughs> is it how far? Is it though? <laughs> Would it blow your mind to know that um, two of the people who auditioned for that role were Robert Downey Jr. and Keanu Reeves? It that did. would blow my mind. Yeah. So Johnny Knoxville got it over them. Yes. Here's the thing: I don't think they were ever in serious consideration. Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> what was that? What's that? Uh, what's that other Downey? Ju- uh, kiss, kiss, bang, bang. We're like, yes, yeah. They and use Val Kilmer to negotiate the cheaper salary. Although, how how much could Johnny Knoxville have cost? Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> I have to imagine the Balchinian joke came from Johnny Knoxville for some reason. <laughs> I somehow out. think he's a little bit more highbrow <laughs> than to do Balchinian. Uh, I don't things. know if he is, and we'll get there. Okay. All right. I can't wait to see where that one goes. <laughs> Something about Johnny Knoxville, not highbrow. Right. Uh, <laughs> Color me We shocked. should just get into this thing. Yeah. Yeah, we might as well, right? We should say, we're talking about Men in Black 2. Oh, Jesus. From 2002, directed by Barry Sonnenfeld. This yeah, all year. that, all the stuff that we used. I'm so excited Kyle's here, man. I, I know. I am too. I'm so too. excited to be here. This is the year I graduated high school, by the way, boys. I was... Just 18. this year, 2021, yeah. Kyle finally got, did it. Congratulations, bud. Took four tries, but God damn it. Yeah, still counts. Could finally the American spirit. <laughs> yeah, let's get into it. Before anything happens in the movie, anything at all. Don't. No. The Columbia logo. Okay, we're good. Then. 
neuralizes us. It does. Spoilers. Old Lady Liberty. Yep. Uh, what is that? Whatever she is might that be. Miss Manhattan out there? I, I was going to say, is that Miss Manhattan? <laughs> <laughs> I wish the, the Warner Brothers neuralizer was at the end so I could forget this movie. Oh! 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 Not really. Not oh! Really. I just, that was an easy setup. <laughs> <laughs> it's like off the backboard and in, but it's like. When you set up the backboard real low, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, so I, so you could dunk on it and be cool. It's one of those you're like Fisher Price, like seven feet basketball tall hoops max. <laughs> That's generous. I went right to Fisher Price. I like your style, Brian. Thanks. It's the Muggsy Bogue style, right there. <laughs> Absolutely. We start this movie off right into an episode of Mysteries in History, hosted by Peter Fucking Graves. Yes, we do. And he's telling us all about the Men in Black and their encounter with the Zarthans in 1978. And the Zarthans are like, hey, MIB, can you hide away the, the light of Zartha on Earth? Keep it from the evil Kylothian Serlina? <laughs> you get all that? All and that it, exposition dump right it there? It seems like a lot. Don't worry. We'll revisit it. Two problems with this scene. Off the bat, <laughs> yep. at the start of the movie. Number one, we're starting with the exposition narration. Come on. Yeah. Come, Come on. on. In the form of a, a dramatization. It is better that way. I would have liked it had we watched it organically at the apartment rather than opening with it cold, but... And then going back to it, yeah, which is always annoying to do. That, that, yeah, but that also would have spoiled the, the surprise that Tommy Lee Jones is in this movie. Before that right? fantastic Marvel de-aging <laughs> technology, <laughs> when, uh, hey, just give him a really dark flat top and forget yeah, he'll the call it a day. the cheeks. Surely this will never be in HD. <laughs> <laughs> but no, second... A second complaint, and my only one of the ones with the movie, God damn it, Zarthan just seems so fucking lazy. Right? They're just going yeah. from plan to plan. Like, can you hide this for us? <laughs> not, not that, but just the name of it, like the Zarthan, that seems oh, like Zarthan? such a fucking like 50s, just not even trying sort of thing, I feel. Maybe that's what they were going for. Always felt a little, but here's I the feel like thing. with <sighs> billions of species in the world, some of them have to have dumb names, right? I'm sure. <laughs> and that's the other thing. Balchinians, you know, I'm splitting hairs here when really I don't need to because. No, I appreciate it because I think it is stupid. Their name and their way of going about it. It's like yeah. trying to hide drugs from your parents or something. Can like, you, can hold, you this hold this, please? For uh, like... Who'd you give it to? Who'd you give the drugs to? <laughs> Zarthan. Zarth Zarthans. Yeah, have it. they wrote the script yeah. with Zarthan and then that just never got updated. Like, right. They were like, it was the original <laughs> name in the, in the rough draft and just stayed, which it kind of felt like. That's the only real problem with this movie is a lot of it is sort of very rushed. And a lot of it seems uh, like... Oh, all of it, I think, is what you meant to the say. The first yeah. idea just went to print. And just like <laughs> so much is stapled together. Because to be the worst part about this movie... Let's go ahead and throw this out and then we'll... I, yeah. I won't. Maybe I won't. I don't know. I'm ruining everything here. Guys. Are you I'm doing sorry. a we'll get there? Yeah. Oh, give us a we'll get there. We'll get there, boys. I love, I love it. it. I love it. So Please right. continue, Brian. I'm sorry. So the men in black are like, nah, we don't do that, but we'll distract Serlina while you guys get out of here. And that's the intro. We cool. Go cut to the opening credits where a gold ship is coming, crashing into Earth. And guess what? It's a tiny ship, actually. I love Fooled that you. gag. I thought it was brilliant. Because when I saw a crash, I was like, oh, wow, miniature. Cool. And then it turned to be an actual, an actual small miniature. ship. I was like, ah, you got me. Yeah. <laughs> it was For me, it was like, Come on. They're just flying through New York City all the time. Nobody even cares anymore. And then I was like, oh, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm already tearing this apart. And then, oh. Right. That just kind of looks like a bullet from the Bronx. And no one's going to question that. <laughs> <laughs> 
They will if it's gold. That's a good point. Out crawls a vine-like worm creature that finds a magazine with a two-page spread Victoria's Secret ad. So naturally, the creature takes the shape of Lara Flynn Boyle. Not upset. And then is immediately accosted by a rapey man. Very upset. But she eats uh-huh. him. <laughs> I think the line here is, hey, pretty lady, you taste good. Yeah. Which is just a weird thing. Because he clearly had to have seen her <laughs> going from plant to Lara Flynn Boyle. Yeah. The transition, because he approached way too quickly. Exactly. He was already there when she also, was like, oh, I am guess I'm a lady. Very proper looking white woman in Central Park at 3 a.m. in lingerie. Completely natural. Let's just approach her because that's not incredibly dangerous. <laughs> this <laughs> is not an obvious trap. If I've learned anything about New York and odd people in a park late at night, you have to be careful because you know there's just a guy with a bottle just going, Warriors, come out and play like around the corner. <laughs> you have to be careful. Yeah. Hands down, that's the scariest thing you can see in the middle of the night in Central Park. It's just a scantily clad Or a woman. bird lady. Or a, or a bird lady. That's true. Uh, so she she does have this very large uh, belly added to her, and uh, <laughs> yep, yep. The vine creature too also makes me more. Can I can I also take another thing from you guys and say uh, so creatures and makeup in this movie are done by of course one Rick fucking Baker. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, and I feel he's really wasted. Absolutely. Yes. Right? These, <laughs> these fucking alien designs. Are so goddamn generic. Now they are. They really are. And lame. Like, all the bad guys are just human dudes. Yeah, for the most part, I'd say. Yeah, but Johnny Knoxville has a second head. That comes out of a backpack. Yep. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's all pretty lazy, isn't it? (laughs) Poor Rick Baker. Just phoning it in. Rick Baker had to put testicles on a dude's chin. Yep. (laughs) And I'm sure that's did. Johnny I'm... Knoxville's bit on Jackass. Yeah. <laughs> that that's why he came up with the idea. I got it. <laughs> we'll still get there on the Johnny Knoxville. Oh, okay, I, there's more. Uh, good, 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 good. Actually, but still, Agent J, played by Will Fucking Smith, and his newest partner, Agent T, played by Patrick Fucking Warburton. Hell yeah! Absolutely. God, I love him. <laughs> They're interrogating Jeff. A giant worm that lives in the subway tunnels of New York. He's got a little flower on his head. He's got a little flower on his head. And T is a little too aggressive with Jeff, not knowing how big he really is. And he's immediately incapacitated by the giant worm when he bursts from the subway tunnels. Yeah. And this giant worm just pops up. It's right outside of Radio City, just for me knowing the geography of the the city (laughs) itself. It's right outside. It's outside the Time Life building. There's a lot of people there all the time. You would assume, yeah. Mm -hmm. Everybody saw this giant worm. People saw the worm. That Statue of Liberty must get a workout. (laughs) (laughs) I shouldn't say that. If this movie cared, the Statue of Liberty would get a workout a lot of the time. There'd be a lot of I want to get there. We'll get there big time on the end of this movie. I have so many questions. All right, cool. I like, uh, they did a good job of uh, Schrodinger's worming Jeff here. I just like the worm's name is Jeff. Mm -hmm. I don't know why I like that, but I like it. He doesn't really look like (laughs) Jeff. I don't know. I, I grew up with a Jeff. He looks like a Jeff. All right. <laughs> Jay goes into the subways to take care of Jeff, who proceeds to devour most of a subway train. And then Jay stops him by just aiming a gun at him and going, don't make me, Jeff. And Jeff's like, all right, I'll stop. Okay, I'll back off. And then Jay neuralizes all the passengers on the train, and he takes tea to go get pie. It's a good day. Good day for tea, really. Yeah. He's got thrown into the air by a giant <laughs> worm, then he gets to eat pie. I really still like that they carried over this character development of uh, Will Smith with the neuralizer going way too deep all the time. Oh, with yeah. People. Oh, God, I love he it. loves it. Uh, 
I think that's my favorite. Re-neuralize people again because uh-huh. you've gone so long. <laughs> yeah, mm. yeah, that's good stuff. And I feel that that right there is a is great stuff. Yeah, and that's I gonna think be that's... all. Will Smith just figuring out the Jake character more, and just Barry Sonnenfeld being like, "Yeah, of course, just do what you want. You're Will fucking yeah. Smith." Exactly. We're paying you enough. You will Smith all over the screen anytime you want. It was it. It was the third one, right? That caused all the big kerfluffle about his humongous trailer. His trailer? Yeah. Okay. We'll, That's what I we'll get there. We'll get next there. time. <laughs> I have so much to say about that. It's okay. ridiculous. Okay. I don't cool. think I know anything about that, so that'll be fun. Oh God, it was enormous, and it caused issues with traffic for a long oh. time. It was <laughs> excellent. I, it was a huge story for a while, which was uh huh. Yeah. I don't know how I missed it, but we'll get there. Yeah, it was great being a locations person, knowing that that was out there and <laughs> them taking over city blocks at a time oh, and no. having to deal with it. We'll get there. Speaking of getting there, Scrad, played by Johnny Knoxville, is in this movie. And he has a tiny head on a tentacle coming out of his backpack called Charlie. And they're just hanging out at home, talking about egg salad. And then Serlina shows up and Scrad and Charlie are like, hey. We know where the light is. Let's go get the light. She's like, all right, give me the light. And they're like, well, actually, we don't know where the light is. But we know a guy who might know where the light is. (laughs) I know a guy. Some very convenient storytelling because she just appears. We've we've never known any relationship between these two. But I do love that Laura Flynn Boyle is here doing what she was put on God's green earth to do. And that was to sell me fucking Burger King. (laughs) (laughs) And she is real, real good at it. She, she is. She does it a couple times in this movie. She sells the fuck out of that Burger King. She sells a lot of Burger King. Oh, absolutely. Burger I'd rather King's... her sell me Burger King than the Burger King. <laughs> yeah. He was also yeah. popular at this time. Honestly, if they worked in tandem, I'd be okay. Did the Burger King like debut somewhere around here? I'm trying to think how long that, that creeper has been around for now. It was early 2000s. It was definitely... That's yeah. what I remember. Well, I remember, I remember he had like, there was like a Creeping King Xbox game that you could get at Burger King. Yep. What? There were like three yeah. games. There was a Creepy yeah. King, a Sneak King that was like hide and seek, and then a cart racer. That's right. <laughs> what would a Burger King cart racer even look like? I mean, any game could be a it cart racer. It didn't have any of the just, BK fair kids, enough. which was bullshit. That is bullshit. I don't See, like that. That's a DLC waiting. If they did a new Burger King game, it better circle on the BK Kids Club. You could do it in a way on like- on wheels. You used to have like Marvel vs. Capcom. You could do like BK vs. McDonald's. Oh, I would love to see Grimace just like just waffle say. stomp a fucking BK kid. <laughs> just Hamburglar vs. the versus, <laughs> I don't know. I was going to say jams. Is that how the cripple kid ended up in the wheelchair? Because he had a yeah. run in with Grimace over chicken McNuggets. That's exactly it. <laughs> you call him McNugget, you little bastard. Birdie the early bird just had it had her way with his legs. <laughs> We don't do breakfast all day anymore. Taking that back. I want a happy meal. <laughs> little McNugget kids. Oh, different God. costumes. What's that, the little fuzzy guys in McDonald's? The fry guys? Oh, jeez. Man, I would play that game in a second. TM. I want to TM all this. Just bring me they the come whole now. fast food wars <laughs> franchise extended universe. That was a really shitty movie. Which what? one? The one about uh, all the brand mascots in the fight. Have you guys ever heard about this movie? Food fight? Yeah. Oh, God, it's terrible. Oh, no, it's never. really, really, really it's Charlie bad. Sheen as the lead. All right. It's a good start. As a dog. Yep. Detective. I'm totally in. It's got like I want to say Tim Curry's in it for some reason. Fighting? If, if Tim Curry's in it, it can't be bad. Mr. Clean is fighting? Uh, <laughs> I don't know about that. 
It's like they only had so much money to get so many people. Sure. And oh boy. it's not great. Yeah. If you guys want to learn more about it, I believe that the Nostalgia Critic did an episode on it. He's It'll done make one. it shorter for you. I also <laughs> believe right. Donkey has done one. Somebody else has also done one. It's Food Fight. Notoriously bad. It's bad. A lot I'm of dead eyes so, in the animation. So intrigued. Jay explains to T that the Men in Black isn't really a place for heroes because nobody will ever know what you did. And if nobody knows who you are, how can they love you? Jay is lonely. <laughs> Jay is very lonely. <laughs> He's really nailing the uh, the puppy dog eyes in this movie, man. He is on the brink of tears a lot. A lot. He's acting. I feel yeah. like he's he has more tears... His tear ducts are doing more work in this movie than they are in the pursuit of happiness. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> He's got a constant right. sheen over them eyes. Like at any moment, I felt a tear would drop out. Yeah, like this guy is sad. <laughs> and then he neuralizes T. Yeah, which is unfortunate because every movie needs more Patrick Warburton. Absolutely, I love that times. he sees it coming too. He's like, "You brought me to a public place, so I wouldn't make a scene." Like, You're making, making a scene. scene. You're making a scene. <laughs> then he just accepts it. Serlina and Scrad go to a pizza shop to interrogate Jack Kaler, who runs the joint. And he's like, I don't know what you guys are talking about with all these Zarthans and, and lights and whatnot. Until he finally gives up the information that they're too late and the light will leave the planet the next day. It's not great. And it's also convenient timing. It's very mm-hmm. convenient timing. And then Serlina kills him. She like splits him in half with her tentacle or whatever. Somehow. That's the thing that she can do once. Right? And this just isn't any pizza place. This is 177 Spring Street. Oh, okay. In Manhattan. This is Famous Ben's. Famous Ben's. The reviews on uh, the internet. It's a real place? Yeah. Oh. It's okay. Awesome. I wonder if you go there, there's really like a, a key hanging in the corner. And that one. I we'll bet get there, there. now. We'll get there. Which, thank oh, God we'll it stayed there. there for 30 years. <laughs> <laughs> and nobody yes. in New York stole a key <laughs> conveniently just on a wall in a public pizza place for 30 years just <laughs> hang right it there buddy it was really well camouflaged because oh, it man. was a similar oh, color to the wall it we'll was, get uh, there it wasn't we will get both there. shades of green this movie is uh is chock full <laughs> at this point it was a brilliant decision to not use uh mr baker's talents and go with that smooth looking early 2000 cg Oh, yeah. It uh-huh. Gotta love it. Gotta <laughs> love it. It really pops. We are, at this point, eight years removed from Jurassic Park. They're still <laughs> trying to figure out the kinks. Uh-huh. I guess so. Unbeknownst to Serlina and Scrod, Scrad, I don't know his name anymore. Scraw Daddy. Scraw Daddy. <laughs> Which daddy is he? Scrad. <laughs> okay. Let's just call him Johnny Knoxville. Yes. Scrad sounds like that works an much art better. institute of Savannah, but like it's cousin. Yeah. It's, it's that probably... Did its other cousin. S-CAD, but rad. <laughs> S-CAD, but rad. <laughs> Don't give him that. S-CAD, rad. <laughs> Unbeknownst to the two of them, a pizza shop employee named Laura Vasquez, played by Rosario fucking Dawson, mm-hmm. she she saw the whole thing go down. All of it. She's employee of the month with one E. Because they paid by the letter. Yep. They charged by the letter Which for those plaques. Funny joke, I suppose. Yep. <laughs> Back at MIB headquarters, Jay is clearly a man in charge now. He's not that rookie from the first movie anymore. He's telling people to do stuff. Get this. Get out of here with that. Why is this thing here? And Nick Cannon's like, please don't neuralize me. When I saw Nick Cannon, I went, it's weird to know that one day you're going to be with Mariah Carey. And then one day, not. And then one day, (laughs) not at all. How many years removed are we from the first one, officially? Is this like real time? I think it's fine. I know we're in 2002. I think it's... 
I think it's real time. Maybe four okay. years, because I feel like that was 98 was MIB. Something like that. Yeah. Maybe it was 97, though. I It is 97. Yeah. I believe you. That'd be five years then. Okay. So we're five years removed from the first one. It's good for Jay that he's rising up through the ranks. Yeah. Pretty quick, actually, if you think about it. Well, it helps when you neuralize everybody else around you, though. <laughs> Zed. Rip fucking torn. Mm. Mm. Shows up. He's like, hey, Jay. You got to take it easy. Neuralizing all my agents. <laughs> it's a real threat. I get it. He's like, there's there's a lot of guys out here in black suits. We got it covered. And Jay's just like, I, I need to know what's next. What's my next mission? Buddy, we get it. You're lonely. You need something to do, but <laughs> relax. And then finally, Jay's like, I'm going to the gym. And I guess that's that's the line where, whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't oh, whoa, go whoa, whoa, to the whoa, gym. Whoa, whoa. None of my agents go to the gym. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you an assignment. And he sends him to that pizza shop. And he also gives him a new partner. Frank the Pug. Man, I didn't realize how annoying Frank was until this movie. I, Unless they really, like, really? zhuzhed up the annoyance on him. <laughs> Give that annoying a little zhuzh and sparkle. I enjoyed Frank rather much I like in this Frank. movie. Yeah, I thought he worked very well. He was used a little bit too much, especially towards the end. Uh, yes. And he gets a convenient heroes not kill for whatever reason. We'll just tie right. him up. Tie him up in ropes, even though I can make infinite vines... Instantly, <laughs> tie this dog up with ropes. Yes. Yeah. Just show someone's thought went into this. Logically, Rick, that's Rick how Rick Baker, we... famous for his ropes. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, what, I enjoyed is... Frank overall. What, I what is agree. Frank singing in this thing? Uh, he was singing in the car for way too long. He was singing, I will survive. Yeah, that is right. He's back singing. from outer space. Leave it to the replacements. <laughs> Orlando Jones. He's a thing at this time. Let it stay with him. Oh, yeah. He Seven Up this. was huge. Or what, DN, what was the other version? DNL, Seven Up. Do you guys remember those commercials? Am I, I do. Make Seven Up yours. Yeah. Because he up was also in the replacements. And then wasn't, he was in Evolution, too. Yes, he was. Covenant. I never saw Evolution. I what? like Evolution. I do, too. I saw Evolution in theaters because my theater built it, and I got super stoned and watched it twice. After Hell, yeah. It. Nice. That's a fun, fun one to watch twice. Dude, it was great. I can't use head and shoulders the same way. I can't. Do, I always, I read it all the time. I'm like, oh, there it is. And it was donkey lips telling us that. It was donkey lips. I'm so left out. And now you I have are. To watch this. All I know is there's a smiley face, three eyeballs. Isn't Dan poster. Aykroyd the governor in that? Dan Aykroyd is the governor, was the main producer of the movie because it dealt with weird ass alien shit. And he's all what about a that. fucking terrific movie. I'm in. And it's got I'm... Sean William Scott, too. It has really does. I'm totally in. And Julianne Moore is Dude, there. How did I never see Being this? Julianne I don't Moore? know. It's a fucking great movie. Evolution is underrated. I'm a big fan of it. All right. I don't know. I just want Brian to see Evolution now, and I want to make this happen. Yeah. Because that movie's great. But we're not talking about Evolution. We can. We can. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> There's no rules. Sure, people want to listen to us talk about men. Well, do they? Do they? I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> so Jay and Frank go to the pizza shop, and they, they talk to Laura about what happened. And then Jay takes her to get pie. Right, because she is. I'm going to air quotes this upset she is she's and i'm only air quoting it because the acting says otherwise <laughs> yeah uh rosario didn't really uh knock it out of the park with this one here <laughs> yeah i feel like she probably wasn't given much to knock out she didn't have much and uh <laughs> no we'll really get to that much. at the end because man we uh, certainly will well here's the thing so compared to the first movie 
at least we're getting hints of what Orion's belt is. To a point, kind Maybe? of? I don't know, are we? Maybe you're right. Am I just remembering? Because really, no, it's just different jewelry in this movie. Yeah. When it, really it comes is. down to it. It's really the same until thing it's not. again <laughs> until it's not. And also, conveniently, not a bracelet lost over a child's entire lifetime. Which right. I don't, I don't have anything that I had <laughs> when I was... Yeah, you know that's that's a miracle in its own so, right. I used to have like this one weird necklace that had Kenny from South Park on it. <laughs> Do tell me more. That's it. No, there's got to be more. Awesome. I went on the boardwalk in Seaside Heights. Man, I wonder where that thing is today. <laughs> this was like when I was like ten or eleven or something like that. I thought sure. it was the coolest thing ever to have a South Park anything. Yeah, we were too young to be watching that for sure. Oh, without a doubt. I mean, they marketed South Park very weirdly. Again, I I think about this all the time with like, dude, you remember 80s action flicks that were rated R that had Saturday morning cartoons for fucking kids? <laughs> yep. Like fucking RoboCop had a Saturday morning cartoon. They made action yep. figures and video games for children. That is the most For an R-rated wild. movie. Holy shit. Yeah. Dude, it's dude wild, we grew right? up in a weird time. Man, we really did. Fucking yeah. wild times. Wow. It's one of those things. It's like, I remember like Beetlejuice, something oh. like that, where it's like a kid should not watch Beetlejuice. And weirdly enough, Beetlejuice is the first movie I remember watching <laughs> hard stop in my life. And I'm pretty sure that's why I'm like a little fucky in the head now. Yeah, sure. But then watching the cartoon, you're like, this is all fun and kid like. And watch the movie, you're like, I- I'm going to go kill myself <laughs> in my attic surrounded by a model train set. This seems like a great idea. At like six years old, my favorite movie was Trimmers to the fact that I wore out two VHS tapes of Trimmers oh, because I would wow. just watch it constantly. Jesus, that's like the second VHS te- tape of Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird. It plays fine for the first half. The and first then... half, it looks brand new. The, the second half, goes though, is just ruined. <laughs> <laughs> so Jay and Laura are getting pie, and they have chemistry? I think we're supposed to think they do. Now, see, when a man and a woman are on screen together. Yeah. <laughs> got it. That's how babies are made. Jay's putting his part sure. here. He looks on the verge of tears. Yeah. Yes, he does. Again. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's about to cry at her. Yep, uh-huh. and, he for, and he pulls out his forget-me-not stick. And then he doesn't neuralize her. Uh-oh. Right? Well, uh, he says, I'll flash you later, which is a problem in yep, itself. Yep, that is also, Yep. <laughs> And then he leaves. He's like, I'll see you and flash you some other time. After he tells her everything. Everything. I'm a secret agent with the government, with the alien stuff. Yep. Also, here's my flashy stick, and I'm not going to use it on you. Nope. So maybe you remember me, and we could be together. (laughs) Because that's what's written here. It's been a really good hour (laughs) that I've known you, and Uh gee, I hope this works out for us. (laughs) I hope I can trust you on everything that I've just told you. And uh, also, don't have a mental breakdown. Just go back to your normal pizza job where your boss slash father was literally murdered in front of you. Sliced in half. Yep. Just go do that again. I I know I can trust you because they're not going to give you employee with one of the month if you weren't trustworthy. Got a point there, man. They, You know what? They set it up. They established it. That's great writing. We're the asshole. She's not even a key holder, probably. But I don't know. Employee of the month. She might. How many employees does this place have? <laughs> it's her and him, and he's wanted every other time. That's fair. You know, if I owned it, 
I'd also give myself oh, a boy ben, of the month. You just fucking crushed that pizza, mate. <laughs> Good job, Ben. Oh, and you flipped that pizza on your hands on the 18th. Oh, man, that was your best one yet. <laughs> oh, shit, is it February already? I got to order myself another plaque. <laughs> Seems the man writing in this movie is so ham-fisted and thrown together. <laughs> yep. Yeah, we'll get there. Yeah, I man. like that. <laughs> Jay gets back into the car and Frank's like, did you tell her you love her? What? <laughs> Maybe in dog years, like, it was a long time to know somebody. Yeah, sniff her ass. But Wait. What? It's aggressive. You can tell her you love her. Really good Franks. <laughs> I interrogated her because she saw somebody get murdered. Then I ate pie with her. No, I didn't tell her I love her. What? So Jay and Frank go to Central Park to investigate the landing spot of Serlina's ship. And Jay tells Zed what's going on. And Zed is like, what are you talking about? I'm confused. The light of Zartha isn't on Earth. The only other person who would have answers, Agent K. Uh-huh. Thomas Leeson fucking Johnson. That's oh, right. Man. What a hero. <laughs> what a hero. Well, he is because he's coming in to save this fucking subpar movie at this point. Uh-huh. <laughs> he's a fucking uh, hero. Can we get a real actor in here, please? That'd be great. Thank you. <laughs> One who's not trying to cry the whole movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hold on. We'll, we'll get there. Hold on. Yeah. All right. <laughs> right. Right. Agent K, having had his mind wiped at the end of the last movie, is now working at a post office in Massachusetts somewhere. Sure. It looks like it's in a lighthouse. It might be. All right. Massachusetts, famous for the lighthouse. Everybody Can't knows. You ask, man. Post offices in Massachusetts <laughs> are always inside lighthouses. It's a fact. Jay goes to retrieve K, and he convinces K by beatboxing with Bismarcky. Fucking and a, revealing that all his post office coworkers <laughs> are aliens. This scene always annoyed me because he's beatboxing. Yeah. But the Bismarcky is just making noises back. Yeah. It's like, okay, Will Smith is Will Smithing. Yeah. And the other guy's acting. Well, here's the thing. Yeah. That was all real. Yeah. He was I, actually making those noises yeah, no, I, without, yeah, without moving the mouth. I, I'm not blown away by that. I'm not surprised by that. But I'm saying the dynamic just was weird because it was Will or the Smith. skill level. Just kind of, like, that's more alien to me, the second part. <laughs> the first part is just way too Will Smith. Yeah. Like, when the Bismarck Key alien is just listening to hip-hop, is he very confused by what it's saying to him in the beats? Because this Maybe is how he communicates. Hip-hop producers <laughs> have always been leaving messages for that race. Oh! It's possible. Shit. Yeah. All the best producers. Oh, that would explain Timbaland, too. <laughs> that explains why Phil Spector. Ah, right. Right. Yeah. Of Kill Everyone. And Rick Rubin is a fucking weirdo, too. Right. All just. <laughs> boom, boom. You know, right. Dr. Dre's dead. He's locked in my basement. Yeah. <laughs> I really, uh, I like this. I, I Number one. I like this scene a lot. I do, too. This is like the only scene in the movie that I really like. Tommy Lee Jones is having a fucking blast as agent. Okay, this time, and especially like being a mailman in shorts. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't react at all in this scene, and no. that blows me away. Because it's Thomas Leeson Johnson, and mm-hmm. he's a professional, and yeah. he's incredibly funny all the time. Yeah. Like, he knows how to be a comedy actor. Absolutely. Blows my mind. Well, yeah, if I was writing a movie with a straight man, it would be Thomas Leeson Johnson. Like, of course. He is the and- absolute epitome of a straight man. Thank God he's here now because Will Smith can stop trying to be the straight man. Well, that was the whole issue with the writing <laughs> yeah. is because 
Barry Sonnenfeld said on Wild Wild West, they realized it just didn't work with Will Smith being the straight man. Yeah. Which in that movie, is he? West. Jim West. Desperado. Desperado. Rough Riders. Rough Rider. No, you don't want. <laughs> Nada. Nada. None of this. Running this. Running this. Six gunning this. <laughs> they had to get Agent K in there faster and yeah. earlier because they needed Will Smith to not be the straight man anymore. Yeah, that checks out. I'm upset. I'm upset. I'm not upset. I get it. I think there's a lot more scenes in this movie that work besides this one. But this there's one, one more that works. Yeah. Fucking okay. aces, and we'll get there. Okay. Yeah. I love this, and I love just the, the nonchalant. Yeah, most people who work at post office are aliens. Are aliens. It's great. Big fan. And agree. <laughs> and agree. Back at MIB headquarters, because Kay's like, yeah, I'll go with you, kid. Whatever. Well, he doesn't say I'll go with you, kid. He's like, yeah, he. Yeah, he, it's a nice. Jay asked him, he's like, you ever look at the at the stars and wonder what your purpose is? Why you just stare at him? So Jay asks, he's like, if you want answers, come with me. Come which with K me just if gets you want in answers. the car, which is a weird character choice for a guy who's so gung ho about the post office. Yeah, and then Frank's in the back seat. He's like, oh, good, you're here. And Kay's like, you're a dog. <laughs> <laughs> I would think that this man's world would be being blown apart right now, and he is just like, yep, aliens. I've been working with aliens for a long time. (laughs) He's very straight. The straightest. Back at MIB headquarters, Zed is on the phone with Michael Jackson. Uh Uh-huh. But they haven't implemented an alien affirmative action program (laughs) yet, so he will not become Ancient M. Oh, this is a really good, really good cameo. Maybe one of my favorite cameos ever. It's a cameo, if it I've ever seen one. certainly a cameo. <laughs> yeah. It's less cameo-y than the one that happens later, though. I agree. Martha Stewart doesn't even have a line. She's uh-huh. just on a screen smiling. <laughs> I'm sure she had a line that was just cut, even though this movie's only 100 and whatever minutes. <laughs> Not even 100. It's a smooth 88. I love it. Who do you think's more wooden? Thomas Leeson Johnson or Martha Stewart? That's a tough question, actually. Oh, man. One of them's not trying to do it. That's right. true. And one of them is acting. That makes yeah. a difference, doesn't it? So one's natural. All right. I'm glad we got our answer. Old Woody Stewart. That's what we agreed on, right? <laughs> yeah. Old Woody Stewart. I always have to remind myself that she went to jail. Yeah. yeah. Like that, I have to actively say. One of my favorite hey, memes is there's a picture Shit. of her and Snoop Dogg, and it says, one of these people is a convicted <laughs> felon. One of them is not. And one of That's them amazing. is Snoop Dogg. Uh-huh. Dave, I got an actual IMDb trivia fact for you. You know what? Go ahead. The MIB vestibule inside the Brooklyn Battery Tunnel building has the newspaper reading guard on the opposite side from the first movie. Cool. New view for him. Yeah. So that's uh, that's good. That's your piece of trivia there. They, All right. They switched him to the other side of the building. The more you know. Really wish they wouldn't have given that guy a line in this movie. Because, <laughs> man, does he fucking flub it. <laughs> he definitely, they were like, yeah, just keep it. It's take 752. <laughs> we'll just leave it. This is fine. No, Stanley Kubrick used to do this with Scatman Crawlers all the time, and I'm a professional. I don't think it was for that reason, newspaper reading guard. I don't think it was that. <laughs> take 722. Zed tells Jay to get Kay armed and up to speed and take him to the deneuralizer, which is a good thing that they have that. Yep. You know. A plot device that is super convenient. We call it a MacGuffin. (laughs) And then Frank's like, oh, so these two are back together? And and Zed's like, you can be my assistant, Frank. You're a dog. What do you want? Right. But I also like how when Kay's walking through it, it might be headquarters. Everyone's like, oh, my God, it's Kay. Like, oh, my God, it's Kay. And you see Thomas Lucid Jokeson. 
uh, reacting yeah to it kind of i guess in a straight man way right and then he goes into like the room of the weapons and stuff like that the weapon room as some people call it the armory and, and he puts his, like finger in the weird the first race of tiny aliens of three that we will see <laughs> of course <laughs> the That's first right. not that they reuse jokes in this movie or anything what right but then i like how jay's like don't touch that it's like oh this is gonna be fun dynamic yeah oh i get it they're okay. doing the opposite, the opposite of the last thing. movie and then jay gives him the the noisy cricket real clever this is your favorite gun and he's like is it? <laughs> yup. And then he tells him to get ready because he's going to put on the last suit he's ever going to wear. Yep. It's uh, all the same stuff. Again. All okay. over again. Yeah. It's, uh, hey, we, let's do this the first movie, but this time Jay is teaching Kay all this you get it, guys? Yeah. Audience? It's fun. It's fun. fun Remember here? this? Remember this movie? Yeah. <laughs> it was five years ago. We hope, we, we hope you remember all these jokes. <laughs> Not that this movie recycles jokes or anything. <laughs> See what I did there? I recycled the joke. I went meta. That's, that Keep was, going. Clever. <laughs> Keep doing <Clever>. it. <laughs> There's more to come. <laughs> While Jay and Kay are in the denuralizer, Serlina and Scrad are going to go through the MIB customs, because that's the thing still from the last movie, and Serlina just starts worm fingering up the whole joint. When you say Serlina, I think it's like a night of the round table. Oh, yeah. it's not. It's not. No. I know that it's not, but that's like, oh, it's Serlina. Laura Flynn Boyle. All right. With, Again, with uh, vine fingers. Not threatening at all. Well, not not that I want to say not threatening. Again, it just seems like that's the first name in the draft script and, again, never got changed. Like, Serlina. <laughs> but, uh, again. A rejected Mortal Kombat character. Exactly. She was uh, she was selling me the fuck out of this Whopper that had also, <laughs> she just bought from the Burger King at the was behind airport. behind her. In the, yeah. At the MIB airport slash customs area now, so. Fuck yeah, Laura Flynn Boyle. You sell me that Burger King, baby. You sell me that Whopper. <laughs> She's even that sexy before Paris Hilton did that shit. She's all... That's true. It's very true. So obviously this is going to send the entire headquarters into lockdown, you know? Jar! The bad guy that we've been trying to find is here. And She's she, inside. She's doing stuff to the people. That's not <laughs> what you want. Right. So J and K, because... They're inside the denuralizer. They get flushed out into the streets of New York. It's a tube of water. You actually watch them get flushed down a drain. Yep, it is. Uh, they are in a giant toilet. Right, and they pop up in the middle of Times Square. Yep. And they have a very long conversation. Yeah, because Jay's like, oh, man, you love getting flushed. Let me tell you how much flush you're like every night. Flush me, Jay. Please don't leave. It's very weird. <laughs> Here, here's what I found weird in this scene. Uh, again, uh, why is Jay's tube taller? How does MIB account? Like, would they not both be the same height? You would think. Immediately, I was like, what's going on here? I know it's just set design because you can't have Tommy Lee Jones's head four feet <laughs> when Will Smith's, but ah, splitting hairs. Yes. Would have been funnier if they did it the opposite way when they came up. It would've. That would have been good. If now that's goddamn it, that's a quick, easy joke. You throw together, you get that in two takes with two vets. Damn. Get that visual gag in there. <laughs> if only this movie gave a damn. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> Serlina has taken all the agents hostage, except for Frank, who is keeping in contact with Jay with a convenient earpiece that I don't know how he put in his ear because he doesn't have thumbs. 
He's also okay. in some squid butthole hiding out, I guess. I yeah, do I don't know. There. Whatever Nick Cannon wasn't doing earlier is still in the middle of headquarters, and Frank's <laughs> hiding in it. <laughs> this movie. <laughs> I don't like knowing that Nick Cannon has been a thing for 20 years. I don't know why. It's like sitting in the back of my head. If like that shouldn't be a person for 20 years. <laughs> it might say a lot person. about me, though, of like, all right, maybe I'm getting old. Yeah, I feel like that's something an old person Because wasn't say. he on all that? I don't think so. I don't know where Nick Cannon comes from. I think he was in late seasons of all that. Is that where he comes from? There was a Nick Cannon show. Right. He was on all that. Yeah. Okay. God damn, he really fucking blossomed that. Well, Keenan's done very well too. Keenan has done excellent. Keenan's done phenomenally. Like it can't yeah. be stated how I mean he's the longest tenured person on SNL history. Insane. By like a long shot. Yeah. Now. Good for him. Kel, not so much. Although he owns a bunch of Wendy's. I did not know that. Well, that's he owns like six or seven Wendy's franchises. Oh. This movie must piss him off now. <laughs> <laughs> I would think Good Burger would upset him. Now he gets unlimited <laughs> orange soda, though. So. Man, Good Burger is a trip uh-huh. at this point. I remember seeing Good Burger in theaters. I, I love Good Burger. And I don't remember my mom taking me to the movies anytime again after that. <laughs> <laughs> nope, that's it. I think Abe Vigoda in, in Insane Asylum was what really turned her off. Oh. <laughs> that'll That'll do it, I guess. Because, yes, Abe Vigoda, of the Godfather fame, is in Good Burger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's oh, a good get. You're talking about Johnny Knoxville taking a fall from grace. <laughs> <laughs> this is still, like, height of Johnny Knoxville. This was probably peak. Well, I don't know. He starred in a couple movies. He starred. But I, I don't think they were as big as Men in Black, too. Well, he had The Ringer and... yeah. Oh, God, The Ringer. The Ringer. That's problematic in so many ways. It was then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's Johnny Knoxville's starring role. Yep. Oh, my God. Don't forget it. Uh-huh. Never will. When the fuck did we get ice cream? <laughs> Kay finds a picture in his coat pocket of him pointing. As we all have. You know, Dude, it's not weird. You know, motherfuckers. Good old Chekhov's photo. <laughs> Woo! How long have you been carrying that photo around? How goddamn convenient. That's weird. It's He hasn't been carrying it around. It's just been in his coat at MIB headquarters, which apparently they don't recycle the coats. They're just like, no, that's K's. Leave it hanging up. He might come back. <laughs> right. He, and it's he, that he's retired, jacket, but... None of the other jackets he put on 30 years ago, because he's already fucking denuralized himself from this right. one. So right. He it's already... this specific jacket yeah. that he hasn't worn since the 70s. Yeah. So many questions. Like, conveniently, is the wow. one that he puts on. It's, it's these <laughs> things, man, that are like, what? Just like. If this movie cared for, like, a second. And that's yeah. why we ended up yeah. with fucking Zarthans, because, again, nobody gave a shit to go <laughs> Nobody <over>. gives <laughs> a shit. Again. Zarthans. Jay looks up the location of a bootleg denuralizer built from plans leaked on the internet, and he finds one that was built by Jeebs. Oh, one God second. Damn it. It is Tony fucking Shaloub. Thank it you. Whoa, 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 whoa. Do not brush over Tony fucking Shaloub. Now you may do your thing. They find on eBay. Yup. Ah, yeah. And it just has like a realtor picture of him at the bottom. Like, you need a new D-neuralizer? Come see Jeeves. 
That's a uh, that's Tony another fucking chaloup. Another great uh, product placement in this movie, which Barry Sonnenfeld perfected <laughs> in MIB two. By the way, uh, Mercedes, Sony, Burger King, fucking and eBay, eBay. Fuck it, you want to throw money at me? Let's put you in the movie. Yeah, you got it. I'm Barry Sonnenfeld, the whore. <laughs> <laughs> so Jay brings Kay to Jeeps to get deneuralized. While that's happening, Serlina has let out a bunch of Men in Black prisoners to go find Agent K. The worst scum of the our... alien universe, and they all look right. vaguely human-like. So humanoid. Mm. And one of them has balls in their chin. Mm. We'll get there. Mm. <laughs> Jeeves fires up his homemade deneuralizer. It doesn't seem to have worked. And uh, Kay is finally fed up. And he's like, I'm, I'm going to leave. You guys all suck. This is this has been a nightmare. I really like that deneuralizer set, though. That is a very elaborate, well-designed Rube Goldberg machine it's, that is in class. Is for... it? <laughs> what? Is it? So, I mean. It's no Pee-wee's Playhouse. Yeah. Or Pee-wee's Big Adventure. And what, I really like the bowling ball as like some sort of weird counterweight. I mean, it's a moving bowling ball. We know that. And we get the same shot just flipped a lot horizontally. So it's going the other way. Yeah. It's called filmmaking, Brian. Yeah. <laughs> yep. We're not going to roll the ball in two directions. We're just going to do it once and then flip the film. We also get the great uh, Jeeb's head exploding joke. Of course. Big twice. Fan. Love it. Uh, I don't know if you guys know this, but this movie recycles jokes. What? <laughs> Wait, didn't they blow up Jeeb's head in the first movie? It's funny, because when he says it, it doesn't get old. But when the movie does it, <laughs> it gets real old. Honestly, I don't think I could get sick of Tony Shalhoub's head regrowing. You could have stopped at Tony Shalhoub. Mm-hmm. And I, I would say, you're right. I could have. You're right. Got, got me through nine I'm, seasons of Monk. He's a treasure. He's the best. He's so good. More Shalhoub, please. Do you guys listen to Office Ladies, that podcast? No, but I should. Jenna Fisher, Angela Kinsey? Yeah. You should. It's very good. Should, I should, yeah. You're, you're a big Dunderhead or whatever mm-hmm. they're calling them today. I don't, I, that it's can't be right. currently playing downstairs. Dunderheads, is, it works. I like it. Something. Yeah. They found a weird correlation between guest stars who are on The Office and guest stars on Monk. And there's such a weird crossover of really? like character actors and stuff. Really? Huh. Yeah. Okay. It's well, pretty I'm neat. I'm going to get into it. I'm into that. It's a good podcast. Go listen. Me too. Love good podcasts. So after Kay leaves, that's that's when all the alien fugitives show up. And they're like, Serlina sent us to get you, Jeeves. And Jeeves <laughs> is like, not me. You got to get the Kay guy. No, wait. That's before. No, the, Kay fucked this... off at this point. Right. Yeah. So is... Jay's like, I'm like Kay, but with a itchier trigger finger. Let's go. Right, because K has to like reboot. Because Gene's like, "Oh, you gotta wait. Your brain has to reboot." Yeah, I got the old he doesn't software. care. Exactly. Love... It's not that it's dramatic timing for this scene to work. It's that your brain has to reboot. Not at all. Tony Shalhoub's uh, acting as Jeeps here, where he's like imploring himself to Jay to be on his side. And as soon as the dudes break in, he's like, "He's right there." <laughs> <laughs> the immediate so good. betrayal. I love it every time. So good. Tony Shalhoub is a treasure, and yeah. we don't talk about him enough. Absolutely. <laughs> Kay gets outside and his memories come back as he sees all the aliens around him and he almost steps on a cockroach. And the cockroach is like, hey, thanks, bud, for not stepping on me. He's like, hey, no problem. That's what makes me believe in aliens. Yep. Whenever a cockroach <laughs> talks to me, I go, yeah, the truth is out there. Aliens, it? man. I think it was a nice callback to the first movie. Yeah. Bugs. 
This is the part where Kyle says the recycled jokes part. Yeah, I was going to, but. <laughs> 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 you know, the thing about this movie is. <laughs> I don't know if you guys noticed, they recycle a lot of jokes. Oh, you don't say. <laughs> so as Jay is being bent by the hench aliens, Kay reemerges and saves him by taking out all the aliens one by one. And that, that's when we get that famous Balchinian scene. It is. Also, really way too far to be believable at all that Will Smith was bent in that way. And it just stands up. Yeah. He's just he like, oh, my flexed, back's fine. Flexed really hard. <laughs> The Balchidian scene. Yeah. We should talk about. Should oh, we? <laughs> Are you sure? We've brought it up too many times to not talk about yeah, it. That's, that's fair. Um, Will Smith is fighting a man, and he kicks him in the ball area because it's funny. Not Will Smith. Yeah, it's K. No. Oh, it's K. Yeah. It shows how much I care. <laughs> and nothing happens, to which Will Smith says, he's a Balchidian. So he pulls down the scarf. And there's just some testicles. And there are balls down from hanging this man's from his chin. This, this alien species, by the way, has human-like testicles hanging yes. from his chin. Not alien his, testicles. His human-like chin. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, and that's all it is. It's just he pretty much uses a scarf as like an exterior scrotum to his scrotum on his chin. Yeah. yeah. It's like underwear for his chin. <laughs> it's very weird. Um, yeah, Balchinian. There a, you have it. It's a good thing it wasn't super cold in that room, or else they'd be all the way they'd up be here. They'd be way up there. <laughs> <by> his, <laughs> his jowls. <laughs> At that point, it's just like, no, you're sick. Your lymph nodes are swollen. It's like, no, dude. It's my ball chin. <laughs> I'm a ball chin. <laughs> I'm a, That's I'm not a even the first you, name they thought of. You there were think... other names that they what didn't use. What other names use. were there? I wish I remembered them. But there were other names <laughs> that were not Balchinian. Wow. Because that almost, again, sounds like first draft shit. And they're just like, oh, yeah, that's a it good absolutely joke. Do. It's almost like, like they went back to the first draft. It feels one, like they wrote the joke in and then designed the alien to the joke that somebody threw into the script. And they're like, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's great. It'll be a dude oh, okay. with balls on his chin, right? Oh, uh, we've got a Balchinian. <laughs> I know I've said it before, and it's been a long time since I brought this up. But I think Kyle's absolutely right is that this movie does feel very first draft the entire way through, where they're just putting words in there and saying, yeah, that's what we're going to use as a placeholder. It feels a lot like Cannibal the Musical, mm-hmm. <laughs> where they use the word spadoinkle. Spadoinkle. <laughs> Have a spadoinkle day, and they just never changed it because it was funnier that way. That's pretty it much work the MIB2 formula. Yeah. yeah. It's just it's not funny. It's no. just there. Yeah. It, Balchinian. Balchinian. When he's kicking him in the groin, too, it's uh, the very obvious doing sound effect. It's very, very it's ex- wild, wild west. It's exactly <laughs> what you'd expect it to be. Right the, before don't they that, do that wild, wild west with the steel man the chair, or whatever they have it is? the fucking steam when it comes out of his ears. Right. Like, what is happening in this movie? Like, where this are we This entire movie is first tone? draft. Yeah. You're absolutely right. <laughs> yeah, dude. 100% right. Well, they tried out a whole bunch of different names for the the Balchinians, including Gonado Neck. So they were so, they were stuck on having balls on the neck. All they knew no for sure what. is that they wanted testicles in the jaw region, and they needed a name for it. Let me ask you this quick question, because I think this is probably the most important thing that could ever be asked on this show ever in our history. All right, one hundred thirty some odd episodes, whatever it is. What do the females look like, and what are they called? Well, that's a great question. They gotta have balls on their chin too. 
Also, they could be just like Vagchinians. Dude, and then at that point, it's like a tracheotomy, but just like a horny kind. <laughs> There's some fucking poor dude that was stuck in a goddamn chair for eight hours to get <laughs> testicles on put on his on face his chin. to not even have a speaking role in Men in Black 2. <laughs> Wasn't that also like something they did for Butters in an episode of South Park? They put balls on his chin. Balls yeah. on Chin Boy. Yeah. <laughs> and they made it some huge elaborate disease. And they, it's all to get him on Maury, I believe. Yeah. Or something similar. And, and then he, he joined. At least the, he got to speak. The freak shows. Yeah. <laughs> God, I didn't even get to speak, man. <laughs> and there's two. Like, it's so fucking lazy. It's, it's a fucking ball joke and two shit jokes crammed in. To like four of the alien designs. And the other guy <laughs> has a third eye under a hat. This is what we That's fucking That's all it have. is. He's an alien. His These third are eye was blind. alien briefly. badass yeah. henchmen that you sent. What the fuck, dude? They're the worst scum of the universe. It's so lazy. <laughs> it's so fucking lazy. <laughs> I want to know who like said, let's just fucking do this for a cash grab. Is it Sonnenfeld? Is it Will Smith? It has to be one of the two. There's no other choice. Or it could be Spielberg. I feel like they might Actually, have teamed it could up. Be Spielberg. It could be Spielberg. But uh, It's like I a mutual it. agreement between the three of them. It could be. Do you want more money? We can, we can make more money. <laughs> Meanwhile, well, Chitty, and there you go. Tommy Lee Jones is here playing it straight. Everyone knows it's cash grab. That's me. <laughs> this is pretty decent butters. Uh-huh. Even with all of his memories back, Kay doesn't know what the light of Zartha is. He says he just, he must have neuralized himself to keep himself from remembering. So I guess apparently getting deneuralized doesn't fix Self-neuralization. You can neuralize the neuralizer. I don't understand. Just removing <laughs> layers underneath yourself? Couldn't he just go back into the deneuralizer again and get the, the second level of neuralization <laughs> gone? Like, why are we doing this whole... But that's just why they show that it breaks on the, after the first one, because they would have probably thought of that. That's the one plot hole <laughs> they decided to plug up for whatever reason. I don't know. The rest sink the know. whole ship before you get there, but... He's right. <laughs> Wild to me. It's like, oh, yeah, I know the de-neuralizer is a thing, but I don't know. I mustn't neuralize No, it has to break. That's this. why they can't use it again. Oh, okay. Wait, when it breaks, then we can put the steam whistle behind his ears. Yes! Do it! <laughs> Wait, can't we just go back on eBay and find another one? What we need to do is we need to have a kick, like Christopher <laughs> Nolan style. <laughs> Incept by de-neuralization. Ugh. It's like a dream within a dream. Guys, this movie might be stupid. Who knows how any of this I'm starting works, to really. get to that point where it might Ooh. be stupid. You're getting Ooh. there? <laughs> Kay's going to drive because he remembers now that he's, he's that a he guy could drive. drives. Right, of course. And uh, he, <laughs> he tells Jay they're not going back to MIB headquarters because it's a trap, you dum-dum. Still a rookie after all this time. Instead, they're going to go to the original crime scene, which happens to Loris there. So that's cool. Like, Good. Again. Glad, glad Great. she's there. No trauma seeing this man she's known murder right in front of her. <laughs> she's like, oh, oh guess right I gotta to run the pizza, the pizza shop, shop yeah. now. Yeah. Right, this okay. is my trial for clerks too. Better nail it. <laughs> Sometimes you go ass to mouth. Wait, <laughs> wait, not that movie. We're not do- we're not doing the ass to mouth movie yet, right? Kate notices a picture on the wall of an of the owner of the pizza shop, and it, it's the other half of of his coat pocket Whoa. shirt. So that's lucky again. A lot, of, a lot of lucky things happening here. Cool. So he puts the picture next to the picture, and he's pointing at stuff. And then, of course, Will Smith has to go around the entire place like, oh, I think he's pointing over here, and then this is pointing at this. 
And it's just, there's a pair of keys hanging on the wall next to the picture. It takes a long time for us to get there. It sure does. Movie. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> yep. <laughs> Laura doesn't actually offer anything in this scene. She's just oh no, there. I, you said the scene, and that's why I want to hard stop you because I think you meant the movie. Uh, yeah, yeah, but this scene in particular, she's literally just there, and and there. Kay is like, all right, let's neuralize her, and she's like, no. <laughs> I think she might have information that's important to us. Okay, quick sidebar, quick sidebar. <laughs> I think she's all about the ass to mouth sometimes. <laughs> I'm trying to get I don't know man. why I have that feeling. Slick, you never go ass to mouth. But <laughs> I just have a feeling that, I mean, this pizza place is definitely going to close down now that the owner's dead. She's probably going to go work at like a, like like a, a burger joint. <laughs> probably Burger King. I can't say, oh yeah. It's yeah. definitely going to be a movies. Definitely. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why she's in this movie. Uh, I mean, <laughs> we'll get there. I guess. Oh, by the way, uh, here's a fun one. You know why fucking Laura Flynn Boyle is in this movie? <laughs> I don't. Why? <laughs> because, why. oh my God, the reason she's in this movie is because they really wanted Jack Nicholson in anger management. And he was fucking her at the time. Yep. So really? They, yep. They put that's, Laura Flynn that's Boyle real. in. To appease Jack Nicholson to get him on board for anger management. I did not see Jack Nicholson <laughs> coming to this equation at all. Mm-hmm. Well, listen, Barry. <laughs> you're going to put I'm slamming this one broad. And I'm going to need you. You rub too. my rhubarb, I'll rub yours. <laughs> <laughs> you do that, I'll be in the movie with the Adam Sandler. And if you don't put her in, then I'm going to make you to be a... A rat in Hollywood. Barry. Look, she hasn't had work in two years, and she's living at my house. I need her out of there. <laughs> Put her in anything. Help me out, Barry. I'll tell you what you should do, Barry. Have you ever seen Rocco's Modern Life? You can R-E-C-Y-C-L-E recycle your jokes, Barry. <laughs> That was God damn it. multiple deep cuts at once, and I'm here for it. <laughs> Just the butcher right now with all the cuts. <laughs> so instead of neuralizing Laura, they, they take her to the safe house with the worms. That's oh, yeah. fine. I'm still on the Jack Nicholson thing. Oh, okay. You go yeah, on yeah, for yeah. a long time. I'm going to be on the Jack I was just going to say kudos to us long, on our Jack time. Nicholson back and forth there. It was... That was a lot of fun for me. I bet Barry touched your rhubarb. You never touch another man's rhubarb. Never, ever. The key from the pizza shop is to a locker at Grand Central. It's my favorite part of the movie. Inside the locker is a town of tiny aliens who worship Kay for leaving them his timekeeper. I love it! Illuminates their streets and their hearts. It's amazing! I love this scene. Huge fan of these tiny aliens. Kay takes his watch back. I was going to say second tiny alien race. I don't know if you guys know this. That's right. It is the second tiny alien race. Kay takes his watch back, and the townspeople panic. So Jay leaves them his watch, and they immediately begin worshiping him. <laughs> Which is amazing also. It reminds me of an episode of Futurama, where Bender gets hit with the That's meteorite. such a great episode, man. It's a very good one. So good. Yes. Before Kay leaves, the tiny folk, they present him with the tablet which happens to be a business card for tapeworm video, but the tiny <laughs> alien races organized a religion around their interpretation of the words on this business card. Things like, be kind, rewind, go back and reconcile your past in order to move tranquilly into the future. 
two for one every Wednesday. <laughs> Give twice as much as ye receive on the most sacred of days every Wednesday. And large adult entertainment section in the back. And then they all run to the it's large perfect. adult entertainment <laughs> I section love in Spencer the back. Goes, Gross. That's, that's nasty. <laughs> they, uh, these little guys, man, it's, it's surprisingly in-depth world building. Yeah, it is. For this movie, this movie it yeah. took the time. Wildly yeah. impressive, actually. In a actually. weird side spot here. Like, well, let's not focus on the main plot of the movie. Let's focus really heavily on the civilization of the locker. Mm-hmm. Better movie. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there. Will we? Oh, we will. Had it been about him have them having to protect these little people and like moving them, that could have been some fucking wild antics. That would have. Oh, I would have watched that. So the watch is counting down to midnight. So whatever it is, whatever this MacGuffin they're searching for is, they got to find it by midnight. That's the only thing we've figured out so far. So J and K go to Tapeworm Video, and it's revealed that Agent K has an account, but he never checked out a single video. He only put one on reserve. And it was that episode of Mysteries and History that we saw at the beginning of the movie. We also got David fucking Cross here. We do have David yeah, fucking Cross. We do. And David fucking Cross is, is going to be like, ah, I knew it, you guys, you men in black. I have all the mysteries and history at home. Come with me. We've also got uh, Haley doing a lot more of the uh, doing it for me than Serlina is, even though Serlina's uh, supposed yeah. to be the big sex here. Well, this year, I is, agree. This is Cologne Jacobson. Was she Durstein at the time? She was not Durstein at the time. This is Julie the Cacafty from D2 The Mighty Docks. Right. She's, uh, she's really selling this alt girl thing that I am really buying here. <laughs> On board with. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> And if, I mean, also, if David Cross has got a shot with her. Come on. <laughs> David Cross is a treasure. David at Cross all times. is the best thing ever. I'm so happy that I got Brian into Mr. Show. <laughs> Man, I saw David Cross on the Make America Great Again tour, and it was fucking fantastic. That's conflicting <laughs> in my brain and heart. <laughs> <laughs> it's an excellent special if you, if you have the time. Yeah, it's really fucking good. So at David Cross's apartment, or at his mom's house, let's be honest, she offers them many pizzas, and he's like, let's watch this episode of Mysteries in History. Do you think David Cross ad-libbed any of this? Because I think he ad-libbed all, all of, of it. All of it? I feel like it might have been all of it. Where he says, like, my mom makes mini pizzas and with the cheese and stuff, but she has palsy, <laughs> so it's a lot of cheese. Yeah. Which is just a really, really funny joke, sadly. <laughs> yeah. It works really well. They watch the episode about the light of, of Zartha from earlier, and uh, suddenly Kay remembers. And he cries. And he cries. Someone and Will Smith ben is like, Stein did damn it. To clear eyes. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's no way you're capable of crying, Thomas Lisa Jones said. No, he's not. He's a robot. Will Smith is like, I've been on the verge the whole movie, and you get to do it? It's not right. It's weird. And you got, they're not even bags under your eyes at that point. Dude, you're Thomas Lee Jones. No, those, dude, those are whole sacks. Oh my young, god, he's like a young ball eye Ian. Tommy Jones. <laughs> Holy shit, it's so bad because of those fucking eye bags. They're real bad. They they go like below the chin bone. And that's not where you want them. <laughs> he looks like fucking droopy. Like <laughs> boo boo boo. <laughs> They're all chinny and so. <laughs> uh, I always think of Roger Rabbit. 
<laughs> Going down so. Not any lower than my eyelids. <laughs> Kay secretly kept a light on Earth instead of sending it away, and then he left himself clues so he could find it again. We've been there already. Yeah. We've been doing this yeah, now no, no. for a half hour. But now movie. we know for sure that, oh, it's because of the light. That the thing we've been looking for the whole movie. Jesus, we've let's got verification. Sprint to this finish. This thing is just Woo, yeah, repeating they fucking itself. Do don't they? Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Oh, they absolutely. <laughs> we're gonna rush to the end because we're gonna get in the phone immediately with Laura, who's back at the the safe house with the worms. Oh god, Twister. I, I forgot that she went to the safe house with the worms. Yeah. And the worms are just like, let's play Twister or whatever. And yeah. she's having a ball and with she's these like, worms. Yeah. Not at all having any trauma that her boss daddy, whatever it was, is now fresh. He's still freshly dead. He's not even cold yet. Cut in half real bad. Yeah. I yeah. don't even know if it is cut in half real bad because he's just skin. That's true. And a ball of light. Like, again, the fuck is with these alien designs, man? Lazy. Rick Baker took a day off. Got a paycheck. <laughs> so Jay calls Laura. And he finds out that her bracelet is glowing because we're just like, she's wearing the MacGuffin. Okay, we got it. <laughs> and it's lucky that the lady that Jay's been sweet on the whole movie is the one who has the, the thing that we're yeah, looking for. Yeah, she's important to me. And my question is, why? 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 What reason? Uh, what I, reason have you given us, movie? Because I got real sad to eating pie with... <laughs> <laughs> With Patrick Warburton, and then the next person I saw was her. So it checks out naturally. Like, I'm in love with her. Now. Realistically, if this movie had continued on, I didn't neuralize Patrick Warburton. The natural progression is look, I'm gonna get sweet on Patrick Warburton. Have you ever sat across from a crying Patrick Warburton? Mm. It's my dream in life to do that. Then you can't know for sure <laughs> that you wouldn't fall in love with the next woman you've met instantly. So you're saying it opens a door. Uh, the only thing that makes this movie make sense. Fair enough. Jay calls up Frank after that and says, hey, deactivate the lockdown because reasons. Because we need the bad guy to know where we're going. Because we're in Act 3 and we're an hour into this. What? <laughs> and he accidentally gives the information about the light to Serlina. So when Kay and Jay finally show up to the worm safe house, uh, the place has been ransacked and the worms are split in half and Laura is gone. Not what you want all around. Just generally a bad thing to walk into. <laughs> Kay goes into his old apartment and plays with the thermostat, which reveals a hidden armory. So Kay, Jay, and the reassembled worms arm themselves and then neuralize this family that's watching TV. Right. They're about to go to war. It's time. We're going to go, what does he say? Like, smash some heads? I don't know. They're going to finally fight the bad guy who they've known about this entire movie. Right, but they've been avoiding because it was a trap, and now it's still a trap, we have to get to the we end gotta of the get movie. to the end of this thing. It's that's Oldbarian is uh, his cameo, by the way. Yeah, it is. That's also uh, the little girl is Tommy Lee Jones' daughter. Mm-hmm. Wait, she's really young though. Whoops. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what, Tommy uh, Lee Jones, good for you. <laughs> have you seen the bags under those eyes? I don't pull out, sir. <laughs> <laughs> they head to the Men in Black headquarters, uh, where, of course. Newspaper guy gets his line. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and they, uh, I don't know, a, a robot shoots them in the elevator, but they're, they're at the top of the elevator in a maneuver that I'm sure Tommy Lee Jones could actually pull off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then they're going to split up because that always seems like the best move here in these situations. Yes. To split up. Jay goes up to the launch pad to stop the ship from taking off with the bracelet while Kay distracts Serlina. Also, says, here's my question. What the fuck happened to Johnny Knoxville at this point? 
Uh, that's a great question. They say like he's the one who went and got uh, Laura from the safe house, but then we just never see him again. Well, we, we saw him in the fight with the Balchinian, and we actually should go back to that really quickly because he knocks himself out. Yeah, that also gives himself mouth to mouth. Yeah, his name is Johnny Knoxville, and that's the <laughs> lowbrow that I wanted to get to. <laughs> okay. Oh yeah, is yeah, that yeah. Johnny Knoxville giving gives himself CPR. mouth to mouth? It's very it's, appropriate in a scene with a Balchidian. Also, <laughs> that's true. That's yeah, yeah. He just fucking disappears though, like literally. Yeah, he's gone. Not killed. Not nothing. I don't know what the fuck goes on. Maybe they're saving him for Men in Black Three. This movie we'll doesn't out. give a shit. That's what it is. It's <laughs> exactly what it is. Jay fights Jorah, which is one of the aliens that Serlina set free. And he's like, that we got introduced to in one scene. One very scene. Quickly. Talking about stealing and now the ozone. It's like suddenly a, almost a big bad. Yeah. Hey, guys. Like this, this big bad alien that we've been hyping up for one half of a scene. Uh, you know, <laughs> how are we going to make him look intimidating? Oh, I know. Let's make him look like another human. Again. Put a big cloak on him. <laughs> well, it turns out he's actually a creepy looking dude with a tiny body and a hovercraft, and he has three tiny clones and like claws. So he's basically Dr. Robotnik, but skinny. <laughs> right. Jay beats them all up, and then he, he stops the, the launch with only a second to spare after struggling with some tubing on the ground for like a good portion of the countdown. The tubing in this movie. <laughs> Was the biggest threat. It was. Throughout this entire movie. Also him standing up, fixing his coat and his hair before he proceeded to stop the countdown. But he rescues Laura from the spaceship, and then he he makes his way down to help Kay, even though Kay said, don't come back for me, Slick. He goes down and he, he shoots Serlina, and it's a good thing he does, because she was holding Kay and not doing anything with him. Yeah. Right? And then she just instantly vaporizes. <laughs> Vaporized, but she's not dead. She's just rewormified. Oh apparently. no! So K, J, and Laura get into Jay's MIB car and head to the departure point. Departure is one <laughs> word, though. <laughs> <laughs> As K tells them that the bracelet is not the MacGuffin, but rather a doomsday device that will eliminate all life on Earth if the light is still on the planet at midnight, and we're like, oh. Okay, so this bracelet we've been looking for the whole movie is not the thing we've been looking for the whole movie. Right? Also, Serlina is chasing them. Still? Because she she was a, a worm thing, worm vine, and then she was like, better get back to being- Victoria's Secret model. Victoria's Secret model sure. and get in this spaceship and follow- I don't know what's happening anymore. <laughs> hey, man, don't make my girlfriend a plant. It's so fucking out of left field. Yeah. This whole movie is that Yeah. There's no stakes to this movie. Like, no. at all. Well, the world's going to blow up if they don't figure out the thing before midnight. They already figured out the thing. But they haven't. Well, Kay has. But he hasn't told anybody what oh, it is. Oh, God. Hey, speaking, of, going. speaking and, of out of left field. Yeah. I got another actual IMDb trivia. God damn it, Brian. The steering mechanism in the car when flying near the end ending scene is a silver-colored DualShock, the controller used for Sony's PlayStation and PS2 consoles. This leads to Jay's joke about a Game Boy. Naturally. <laughs> Natural progression of systems. Can we talk about the things. PlayStation controller? It's gold. It's silver. It's gold, though. I thought it was gold. I did, Was too. it? It looks I very gold to me. I did not think it was gold. Oh, no. Am I like, it's just Kevin? <laughs> Very colorblind. 
Silver would make sense because they make everything silver in this fucking movie. Like every gun is chromed out of its mind. Yeah. Um. But why? Just why? I don't know. Why does Keenan, if you want to bring it back to all that, have a PlayStation controller or a PlayStation joke and snakes on a plane? Like things fly for reasons. I don't know anymore. Uh, yeah, he does land the plane because he played because PSP. he played. A... That's more believable than this. <laughs> this is a Mercedes Benz that flies, and when it goes into hyperspeed, you have to use a PlayStation controller to steer <laughs> that's it. That's the time to use it. That is the most asinine uh, hey, thing I've seen in a movie. Can we please pause the race? I need to invert the controls. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what I would do. I think what happened is that. Barry Sonnenfeld uh, just wrote like, hey, I'm making Men in Black 2. Uh, do you want a sponsorship in a movie? But he accidentally hit send all. And so just he sent it to every company and they're all like, yes. <laughs> Sony was like, can you drive a Mercedes with a PlayStation controller? And he was like, yeah, I, I could do whatever I want. I'm Barry this Sonnenfeld, movie doesn't make sense famously anyway. for pushing Burger King. Do you want your company pushed? Video game mans. It's underground alien technology, so we can do whatever we want. <laughs> PlayStation, that's alien. Nailed that's it. Hip. That's cool. First try. I'm Barry Sonnenfeld. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. So Jay takes over driving because because obviously Tom, he's young. Tommy Lee Jones can it use what a it PlayStation is. controller. <laughs> and he leads Serlina into the subway tunnels where Jeff eats her and her ship. Good thing we brought Jeff back. Uh-huh. Chekhov's worm. Jeff. Chekhov's worm. <laughs> oh, yeah, Chekhov's worm. Fuck, I've said Schrodinger's. That's the cat that's physics. The, the, the worm shit. doesn't even know he's a worm. Well, yeah. the thing is... <laughs> it does go sort of Schrodinger's worm, though. When Jeff is underground and all you see is the flower, he is kind of Schrodinger's I guess he is worm. at that point. Because he could be tiny, he could be huge. He could be the worm or the flower. The only person who doesn't know is Patrick Warburton. Maybe this movie's deeper than we thought. It's not, it's but not, maybe it but is. Maybe. <laughs> Jay, Kay, and Laura arrive at the departure point, where Kay reveals that it's actually Laura that has been the MacGuffin all, all along. along. Wow. So they try to force an emotional moment between Laura and Jay on us. <laughs> I like how Will Smith leans up against the car that's parked on a roof, and he goes, oh, man. And she's like, <laughs> it's not fair. <laughs> What's not fair? You two just met. Oh, we've known each other for like 18 hours, and now our whirlwind romance. Pie. And that guy getting split in half. You're 22, but you have 20 minutes to decide that, like, oh, you're actually an alien, and you have to leave the planet immediately. <laughs> and we need you yeah. to do it, like, right now. Right, but I can't stress enough that you need to leave right now. Yeah. But instead, let's be upset that we can't date Will Smith, <laughs> who we met yesterday. <laughs> Also, I don't know. You guys are probably going to ask this. Is Tommy Lee Jones her dad? Maybe. I don't know. We he don't really know. shirks off that question. Like, ah, oh, let's go. It's like, it's kind of implied. Uh, it is, but also isn't kind it? of not. It's so confusing. He's but, like, you're beautiful, just like your mother. So that's kind of weird. Alien? We already know he broke the rule about not keeping the MacGuffin on the planet. Well, so. let me just explain it this way. <laughs> I fuck, sir. <laughs> I didn't know I needed Droopy Dogling. Wait. <laughs> My name's Droopy, and I stuck it in your poopy. <laughs> <laughs> That's not how you get 
get a Rosario <laughs> Dawson, though. That's not the formula. <laughs> you gotta go ass to mouth. You gotta go ass to mouth sometimes. 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 sometimes it's very important. To <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> Jeff emerges from the street, and it turns out Serlina has taken over his body. Uh, so now Jeff is, is pretty much dead, and there's a giant vine worm. Uh huh. She can change Reanimating. Uh, her body size at will, and yet her natural state is a tiny little... Th- I don't... What is... You got me! All right. Jay jumps in the way of the vines reaching for Laura, and guess what? I've got another actual IMDb trivia fact. How fucking dare yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this is the second time Agent J and Agent K fight the main antagonist during the nighttime, falling from the previous <laughs> film, Men in Black. Dude, I read that one and I was like, what the fuck? You got like a 50-50 shot of when to fight. Yeah. Is it yeah. day or night? Well, do you just wait to my IMDb trivia fact that I'm going to submit? Then you'll find out, Mom. Uh, wait, but did they fight at <laughs> night again? Because we talk about recycled jokes. Ah, oh, man. Laura gets on the ship and she pieces out. She's like, all right. In the worst way possible. Right? She's just like, I'm going to almost cry too, Will Smith. See? It's not even that. They put this fake weird like dome over her yeah, and then yeah. they just zoom the camera out and it's supposed to be like her leaving it's like yeah. this does not look anything like it now jurassic park was eight years ago that's i apologize <laughs> you're right they're still working at the kinks you're right serlina goes after her but j and k have bigger guns now so they shoot her again and this time for real also she can just fly <laughs> yeah also she can fly just so why was fly. she in the spaceship who the fuck knows man this movie doesn't give a shit about it. oh himself. my god uh laura gets away uh, and then k activates a neuralizer in the statue of liberty which apparently is has been there the whole time right and now the whole city is presumably neuralized but what story are they telling everybody uh, they're not telling a story they're just hey forget about today or something i don't know is there like an automatic timer set on just forget Everything that happened fucking forever, hell, man. I don't. It's also that is a weird thing I didn't even think of, but like, this is a huge explosion coming from the Statue of Liberty, like a year after nine eleven. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so they were filming this thing during nine eleven. Really? Yeah, this movie I didn't was know that. I think it was June through September twenty third. Oh. two thousand one. Yeah. And the entire last sequence supposed to take place in front of the oh, that's towers. Right. right. And they had to not change do that. that. Oh, so, that, so that explains why the yeah. ending feels so rushed. Yeah. But what's the yeah. excuse for the other two? The, the rest of the movie? I don't <laughs> yeah. know. It's like Spider-Man was filming at the same exact time. And was it Robert Gordon who went over to do Spider-Man? Yeah. After writing this? He didn't seem to have any trouble with the storytelling. Somehow he found so, a way. I don't know. You have to imagine that if the Statue of Liberty is a giant neuralizer, how many actual MIB agents do you think got neuralized? Because they were not ready with the sunglasses. No, nobody's ready with the Will sunglasses. Will was barely ready with the sunglasses. The only people that are ready with the sunglasses is the weird Salt Bay and fucking Joaquin Phoenix. They're the only two people in New York area who didn't get neuralized because they can't. And Jack. Jack Nicholson, of course. Right, right. Does it Middle penetrate of the night, the only through... People. Walls, or is it just people that are facing the Statue of Liberty with all of their houses? I guess it would probably just be people who saw the explosion in the sky and were like, what the hell was that? <laughs> like, if you were inside, you probably didn't see it. Like, I don't That's know. true. Oh, lightning. That's bad. <laughs> There's a lot of circles in that weird air phenomenon. <laughs> this also, fucking movie, man. This movie. 
They don't explain, like, there's always something to to explain immediately what happens after their minds are wiped. Then they just wipe half of New York City, and nobody's there to, like, <laughs> tell right. them what happened. They're just blank slates. Maybe that's what happened to my family when they came over <laughs> to Ellis Island from wherever. <laughs> like, Eastern Europe, all the other families like, oh, my name is Mikhailski. You're now neuralized. You're Michaels now. <laughs> what about your life? Welcome to America. Fuck off. Get out of here. The chick's out. <laughs> also, you got to imagine the dude with the neuralizer. That's a pretty powerful position. Like, you're really only giving that up when you're ready. I guess so. That's true. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you got to right? really trust who you give that fucking thing to, because, like, oh, yeah, I'll give it up tomorrow. Boop. Yeah, I'm not giving nothing up. No, it'd no be way. a weird movie if Patrick Warburton also had one, and he was like, "Right before Jay got it, that is a Mexican standoff. I didn't know I needed." Of you get him, K, and Jay standing next to each other, just aiming the neuralizer at each other. How have they not done this? Oh my God, missed opportunity! Oh, we need to write a Men in Black movie. We don't. Apparently, it's really easy. maybe we do that. We write one draft, and we go, "All right, cool, done." Here's the thing. We don't even have to do that much because I don't know if you guys know, but this movie recycles a lot of jokes. <laughs> <laughs> He's right. Uh, He's let's wrap this thing right. up, huh? <laughs> <laughs> K and Zed and Frank try to cheer up Jay with a pep talk because Laura is gone, and we're super bummed about that because it's been a long day. Uh-huh. And he, to give him perspective, K has moved the tiny aliens from Grand Central to Jay's MIB locker. So he's getting worshipped at is work yeah and he's like come on man that's that's not cool we gotta let them out because they need to know that the world is bigger than that and Kay's like oh slick and he kicks open a door to show jay that they're in their own tiny world inside a locker of a giant alien Grand which Central makes me Station. have so many other questions oh yeah doesn't it <laughs> we see them standing there overlooking whatever world we're in they're like silhouettes in this locker they're fairly large they're like ken dolls at this point yeah Whereas the tiny civilization in the Grand Central Locker, we see their entire world. The whole thing. In a finite space. Yeah. I do not understand what they're going this for This is here. like some wibbly-wobbly stuff here. Uh-huh. This is, it's bigger on the inside. I suppose so. But, is that the third time that they do the third, the small peoples? That is, that's, there it we is. are the third small alien joke. I'm uh, so happy we got there. Good job. Yeah. Good job, team. It was good, good writing setup, man. And I guess so. It was definitely all the comedy comes in threes, you know. No, that's right. 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 <laughs> if you repeat comedy, <laughs> if you repeat the same joke three times, it becomes funny. <laughs> that's how Seth MacFarlane has a career. You're uh-huh. right. Uh-huh. <laughs> Apparently, they had a different ending where uh, where K just sends Jay through a door, and then he is in the small locker with the tiny aliens, and he starts banging on the locker door like, "K, let me out!" And K is huge, and that's Jay's very tiny. Twilight Zone. Yeah. But they, they decided not to go with that one. Well, there you so, have it. So, you know, at least they made one decision <laughs> of something to not do. And that is Men in Black 2 from 2002, directed by the Barry Sonnenfeld. I, I guess we'll give him the yeah, V. Sure. So this movie is a movie. It exists. It's short. It's lazy. It's if so nothing lazy. else. <laughs> it's so fucking lazy. I remember liking it, and this time I thought it was just fine. I didn't hate it. I remember it so short, not remembering it, and this time I was like, "Oh, now I know why." I might not remember it still I after think this one's done. I preferred getting neuralized. After <laughs> <it. 
I want to go back to not remembering it. I hated this movie the first time I saw it. Like I said, I saw it in theaters, and I was completely checked out at the Balchinian joke, but I actually really kind of had a good time watching it this time. I'll be honest. I like was a revisit? Laughing. Yeah, I was laughing a lot more than I expected to. Like, the Balchinian still made me groan so hard. But <laughs> Sure. And, like, I really, it really shocked me how just, just, like, having seen a lot more movies and just talked about movies since I saw this movie, like, seeing how poorly this one is put together is really kind of shocking, like, that you could do this and get away with it and still make a shit ton of money. A lot of money. They made a lot of money. This movie cost $140 million to make. It made $445 million, so cash grab. Success. Mm -hmm. It worked at least out. got him greenlit for another sequel. Eventually. Took a while. Ten years later. Was it a whole ten? Yeah. Wow. It's like 2012, 2013, something like that. Well, sometimes it takes them a while. I guess so. Rotten Tomatoes, though. Kyle, where do you think this thing's going to land? One to 100. I almost said the number by accident, because <laughs> I'm looking at it. <laughs> I can't imagine it's much above 30 if it is. Uh... 28. Brian? I like that. Uh, can we go prices right rules? Is that what we're doing here? Hey, we can. One dollar, Bob. 38. <laughs> 38. 38 percent. Audience score right. is 45. So even well, they went, yeah, it's looking to miss. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Roger Ebert saw this movie. Oh, that poor man. He gave it one and a half stars out of four. Oh, generous. He said, some sequels continue a story. Others repeat it. Men in Black 2 creates a new threat for the MIB, but recycles the same premise, <laughs> which is that mankind can defeat an alien invasion by assigning agents and Ray-Bans to shoot them into goo. This is a movie that fans of the original might enjoy in a diluted sort of way, but there is no need for it, except, of course, to take another haul at the box office, where the 1997 movie grossed nearly $600 million. He ends it by saying, there is, however, a very odd scene set in a train station locker, which is occupied by a chanting mob of little creatures who worship the key holder. And I would have liked to see more of them. Yes. What possible worldview do they have? If Men in Black 3 opens with the occupants of the locker, I will at least have hope for it. I'm so glad that we are on the exact same page as Roger Ebert. He's like, it's a cash grab with a really interesting scene that I wish they developed more. <laughs> and they didn't. And they didn't. <laughs> Instead, they went the New York Mets route, which, historically, not a great route. I think this is the only Seinfeld movie that doesn't have a Mets reference in it. Wild Wild West would be very confusing if it has a Mets reference. That's in it. true. Don't it make me rewatch something. that movie. <laughs> I've debated it many a time on Patreon already. Oh, no. <laughs> on Amazon.com. This thing's got a 4.7 out of 5 stars. 5,000 reviews. 78% are five-star, only 1% are one-star. They're really not that negative. That's surprising. A lot of the movie not loading, and a lot of people just saying it's boring. That's it. There's nothing special about any of this. Boring is an interesting choice. I never got bored. Yeah. I mean, it, it steps on its own feet, and it kills its own momentum, but it's never boring. The alien design's really fucking boring. That's fair. <laughs> That's I'll give true. you that. They're called humans with makeup. <laughs> <laughs> that guy looks like shit. Oh, that guy hey. really looks like shit. Rick Baker really <laughs> fucking phoned it in. Oh, man. Some people need Just like it. Rosario Dawson. Exactly. They <laughs> called each other on the phone and said, let's phone it in. They said, we're doing that. No, no, let's do it on set. Okay. I think Deal. the biggest problem right. with Rosario Dawson's character is that 
she was acting in a way that would make sense if there was more development, but there wasn't. In a two-hour-long movie, she might have something more to do. Yeah, yeah. She was uh, she was doing things that just didn't make sense because these two people don't know each other. Right, and we'll get there. Uh, let's get there sooner rather than later. Let's give this thing a, a super stuff score. Oh. I almost said not so super. Cause almost. The movie. Right. But a super stuff. Proper. We could do that, but first... And now for another edition of the Cape Podcast's Theater! On this week's Cape Podcasters Theater, we have a script from Keaton Patty's bot once again. This time, he forces bot to watch over a thousand hours of X-Files episodes. Of course he does. And asks to write an X-Files episode of I'm its so own. I'm so happy we brought up Duchovny naturally now. Yeah. Uh, here's the first page. I'll be doing the narration, the scene descriptions. Kyle, you're going to be doing the part of Mulder. Naturally. And Dave will be doing Scully and the Weird Man. Perfect casting. <laughs> The X-Files. Interior, fire station, but for the police. (laughs) A weird man sits alone in an interrogation room. Fox Mulder and Hound Scully enter through a door-shaped door. Agent Mulder, FBI. Mulder shows the weird man his FBI badger. Agent Scully, TCBY. (laughs) Scully lost her badger. She shows the weird man her nothing. Mulder looks at the weird man like he thinks he's an alien. You're an alien. Mulder! Aliens aren't real yet. Neither are dogs, but those are everywhere. And if he's not an alien, then we know he's an alien. I want to call my lawyer. Your alien lawyer that lives on the Mars? Fat chance, fat alien. Fat! (laughs) Mulder punches the weird man with his foot. Scully holds Mulder back. The weird man bleeds from the foot punch. My blood. I was saving that for my wedding night. You'll just have to marry me, alien. That's the blood law. (laughs) Mulder proposes to the weird man. His badger is the ring. (laughs) Mulder, that law is not the truth. Mulder says the famous X-Files combination of words. The truth is Outback Steakhouse. (laughs) Perfect. Sometimes Uh. we just keep typing. Magical happens. Magic happens. Follow <laughs> Keaton Patty on Twitter and buy his book. It's great. I like that that one had product placement in it. It, seems, it absolutely seemed did. appropriate. It seemed appropriate. <laughs> With that said, let's give this thing a super stuff score. First up, story motivation. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that was appropriate burst of laughter. Oh, goodness. Let's start with zero. Okay. I, I say stay at zero. Done. So Done. Yeah. I like I it. I like it. Zero. I mean, the biggest complaint we've had with this movie is there's literally no story. There's literally no story. It makes no sense. Heroes. <laughs> I'll do the maniacal laugh again. I don't mind. It's Agent J and Agent K. And they're they flippy the roles. They they do the flippy. They do the same jokes, but the opposite way. <laughs> they save the day? Sort of. Yeah, they do. They get they get the light off the planet before the wa- the bracelet explodes. Even though it was supposed to be off the planet already. Right. It was never supposed to be on the planet. But one of the heroes decided that he was going to break the rules. But then he couldn't remember that he broke the rules. But then he, but then he couldn't made himself out. forget yeah, yeah. that he forgot. That was a really good the, risk right. to take, by the way. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. It's a good thing that he figured it all out with seconds to spare yeah. after 30 years. Uh, 0.25. 
to acknowledge that they saved the day. Okay. I was going to say, if like, anything at all. That's generous. I know. And I'm okay with it, but barely. Like a dirty 0.25. I'm okay with that. Yeah, I won't argue. I was going to go much higher. I was going to give it a half. I'm not okay with that. Yeah, fair enough. Well, then we we <laughs> average out the zero with a half. We get the 0.25. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And that works. I And I'm, it's only because I think, you know, goddamn, Thomas, Leeson, Johnson, and Wilson Smithson are... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know how much I needed Wilson Smithson. Just, uh, just class Smithson. acts all around. They sell this hard, even as silly as it is. So There's something about watching this movie that makes me go... I'm so happy that Will Smith's that much better now. Is he? <laughs> he is. You have to give him some credit. He's a much better actor than he was in 2002. We'll get there. <laughs> I'm scared now. <laughs> Villains. It's a plant lady. It's a plant lady. And she just will not die until she does. I, I Man, this is terrible. I say zero again. Okay. She's sold. Didn't need any convincing. Is she? is she? She's like, you can take over the world with the right set of mammary glands. And not only her, you said villains, <laughs> which includes all of them, and they're all lazy. Yeah, that does lower and the score, And they're all Garbo. Huh? So. Uh, I want to say minus 0.25 because of Balchinian. Balls and chin? Balchin- oh, you've been oh I'll absolutely go that far. Let's go negative. negative. 0.25. Sure. There it is. Bring this thing back down to where it belongs. <laughs> <laughs> Teamwork? I think that's fair. Okay. Is there uh, any? They work together. No, they don't. Mr. They work Johnson uh, parallel to each right, other. You're right, because K keeps him out even once K knows what's going on, he doesn't tell Jay until every, it's time. It's like, hey, she's got to go now. Right. The dynamic should have gone that Jay kind of brought K back up to speed, yeah. and then K should have overlapped again. But then it should have appropriately landed that they're both on the same level at the end of Instead this Instead of K still being up. But K yeah. is still very much still, I'm hiding stuff from you, kid or whatever. Kid, yeah, still, and that's weird. Still a rookie. You've been a mailman for five years. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go .25 again because I love the men in black. Um, You know what? That's it. That's I, as much I as I got for with that. it. I agree with it. Because like historically, men in black. Men in black, I, I love, I have... Love for the franchise, I think. I like that first movie, so for that, <laughs> you get the point two five bump. Female characters. Zero? <laughs> they're all I mean, they're terrible. They're not great. No, they're not. They're uh highly sexualized. Yes. Few and far between. And yeah. And so much set dressing. That's all Laura is. Laura is literally Who do you the want to look the at? Movie. Do you want to look at your plant queen or your pizza queen? <laughs> also, why did Tommy Lee Jones want to retire so badly in the first movie? And now, as he's, uh, he suddenly doesn't want to retire, he's back in it full force now? It's really know. just a vacation, more than anything. A working <laughs> vacation. This guy needs to take a five-year sabbatical to deliver mail now, in Tommy Massachusetts. Now, Tommy Lee Jones, I know that you like Cheers. And Cliff Clavin is, for some reason, your favorite. You want to live that life just for, like, five years or whatever? <laughs> we could do that. Didn't he want to, like, have a family and, like, live with his wife and everything? And then, like, the first line of his Tommy this movie Jones is, like... Tommy Lee Jones can't have a family. Look how old he is. Oh, you got it's divorced. It's like, what's going to happen the first time he's with a woman? It's going to be like... Oh, yeah. He opined I'll remind that you lady. that his daughter is in the scene. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. No, her name's not Maybe. That's Arrested Development. I apologize. 
what a cheap cop out. Why couldn't she have passed away? Why did she divorce him? Right? They were like, divorce, because he's too busy looking at the stars. <laughs> but in the first movie, all he does is stare at her. It makes no sense! Yeah. So where are we going? For female characters? Yeah. I think it's a big fat zero. Okay. <laughs> Let's talk about setting. It's New York. Yeah. It is, it's very New York. It's a tricky New York, it's a tr- because this is a fresh off of 9-11 New York. Yeah. And they're all over the city. There are uh, sometimes it's, it's noticeable. There's not a lot of wide shots of the city. Yeah, but sometimes it's it's like you're too all over the city. Actually, like how big is this is this MIB headquarters that you just keep popping up in different parts of the city? That's a good question too. I still like it. I do too because it is New York. Uh, I still like the MIB headquarters. I think the design I think is awesome, fantastic. I do not care for the flushing and where they pop up. Not like the flushing as in the last movie. Where they went to Queens and stuff. Right. I'm talking about the being flushed. I don't care for that. Yeah, that was silly. But I don't know if that's really setting so much as no, it's just but a it's, bad gag. It is New York. I'm going to go 0.5. Yeah. 0.5 for New York and the cool MIB headquarters. Full agree. Is New York. Style and tone. I mean, zero. <laughs> <laughs> right? It's. I think it's a good place to start. There is some style. Tone is all over the fucking place, though. It has no idea what the tone is. I don't know about that. I mean, recycling (laughs) is an important part of of life and advancing culture. (sighs) So I think it's important, and it should be noted. It can't be right. (laughs) I don't know. It's good for the environment to use the same jokes. How about zero? I think zero works. Stay at zero? Yeah, stay at zero. Because it's all over the place? Because it is all over the place. (laughs) So bad. Rick Baker took a day off. Rick Baker 100% took a day off. I'm I'm ashamed. It sucks, man. One of my faves. Speaking of taking a day off and collecting a paycheck, let's talk about music. (laughs) (laughs) Zero again? I know it's Danny fucking Elfman. I know. But. It's offensive. I don't. Really? I'm offended that I don't. I can't pick it out. I don't remember it. It was. It was. Just white sounds. noise. It was just sound. Things were happening, yep. and I feel like I feel like everybody got together and said, "You guys want to make some money." I think the worst part about it is I watched this thing through the credits to you know check to see if there's any weird post credit or mid credit, whatever. Sure. And the Danny Elfman score was just yelling at me the whole time, like. Sometimes he likes to try things, Danny, and I think this is probably the appropriate back, place to try bud. it. You uh, you, you <laughs> remember the beginning and ending. Because it's the same song that they used in the first one. Right. Yes. Right. Because they recycled it. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. All right. So this is going to be an insult to Danny Elfman, but I think yeah. we're going to go 0. 0.5. I think, I think that's the that right thing That is the most insulting thing you could say to Danny Elfman. It is. That is definitely. I'm not even saying his middle name. That is the lowest score we've ever given Daniel Elfman. As it, it's deserved, unfortunately. I didn't even notice that I don't remember any music from throughout the fucking movie except for the intro and outro until <laughs> you said that. The only music I remember is when Frank sings. Yeah, I that's really it. I will survive and who let the dogs out. Holy shit, he sang that too. Jesus Christ, this movie. Yeah. Yes, he did. <sighs> point point five for music, and it's a dirty one. Uh huh. One liners. No, I'm going zero. Really? Nothing in this sticks. That's not true. One thing sticks. There's one thing that sticks, and it's when the Mercedes pulls up. Yep. And he asks, I'm glad. Does that come standard with the car? And he's like, used to be a black guy, but he kept getting pulled over. Mm-hmm. And right away, 
Yep. Yep. <laughs> Which I think is actually great. Fuck me, 0.25 for that line. I, I agree with that. Um, It was improv by Will Smith, and the studio loved it so much it went to the trailers, and by the time the movie came out, Sonnenfeld hated it. Yeah. He was like, everybody's heard of the joke now. So yeah, that's, that's Because what, we only put one in the movie. So trailers <laughs> are. I can't believe it. <laughs> Final category, impact on the genre. It got another. It did, and then another after that. Got two but, more. What did it really do? This movie. It got us Paul. He's not wrong about that. But I even, is Paul I worthy of like to care enough about? No. Exactly. I think that the way you should look at it is that it kept a franchise that wasn't a franchise on life support. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then it got another sequel after this one 10 years later. It maintained the status quo. And then they had to reboot even though they kind of rebooted this I don't even know if it's a reboot. I think it's like a soft reboot. I, it's, it's like it's just a continuation. That's it. why they call it international, because they're not in America. See, I, and I I like uh, Hemsworth, and I like Tessa Thompson. Yeah. And I just never saw just it. just never saw it, never felt the need. No. Because... The, the fourth one? Yeah. I don't even know if I've I'm seen good. the third one, to be honest. I have, and I liked it, and that's okay. as much as I remember about it. Yeah. third one has Josh Brolin, which should I knew set that. you off anyways, and... He's playing Tommy, so it's pretty good. I'm, I'm intrigued by it. I also never saw the fourth one, though. I, there's a lot of that going around. There's two more coming and after I this I haven't thing. heard great things about it. So. I'm going to go 0.25, because there's things that happen because after things it, happen after. But this one's not very memorable. It let the it kept the series alive long enough to other things happen. Keep it on life support. That's going to give Men in Black 2 a total score of 1.75. Nailed it. Dead on. That is a low score. We did great. And a deserved one. Mm -hmm. I guess next question is, can we redeem this thing by what we're talking about next week? I mean, that's that's a good question. Next week, we got a suggestion from a listener, Jeff Miners. He wanted us to talk about Speed Racer. And you bet your ass we're going to talk about Speed Racer. I know that you really enjoyed that movie in your college days. I still do. And I have... Never seen it. Really? I'm so excited so, for you for this one. This is going to be an interesting one. You're hyping it up a lot, so I, I can only imagine. Love it. It's Technicolor Dream. It really is just kind of an experience for your senses. Yeah, man. All right. More than anything. It's a wild time. That's exciting. I'm also a big Speed Racer fan of the cartoon right. and the Wachowski film. The Wachowskis, I think, knocked it out of the park with the way that they did it. It, and it didn't do well theatrically because people didn't know what it, it was. It did horribly theatrically. But it's a good yeah. movie. It's one of those that, like, yeah. don't trust that. It's, yeah. I can't wait for you to experience it. I'm excited to finally see this because everybody I've talked to has been like, oh, you're going to love it. You're going to love it. So I can't wait. Next week, Speed Racer. Speed Racer. Until then, be sure to rate, review, subscribe on whichever podcast platform you follow us on. Like and follow us on our assorted social media, at Cape Podcasters. We have links to all of the, the specific pages on our website, capepodcasters.com. And while you're there, you can you can click on over to our Patreon, where we're doing our exclusive not-so-super movies every month. You saw we, we put out Armageddon already this month, and uh, next month we've got a, a fun one coming up. It was Dave's Pick. We're doing Little Shop of Horrors. We absolutely are. I can't wait to talk about that one. <laughs> That's going to be a lot of fun. Another one that I have yet to see. So it's a lot out there. We just what? keep wow, man, checking the box on you. Yeah, we're getting me culture. 
we'll call it what one way or another. Right. I'm gonna see the things and learn the the stuff that people know. <laughs> <laughs> if you're on our Facebook, you would have already seen that because we posted next month's calendar already, uh, and you might notice something interesting on that sandwich in between Speed Racer and that and that little shop of horrors picture at the end. It's just a bunch of Loki. It's a whole bunch of Loki because uh, we're gonna be. Doing a little thing here when Loki airs, we're going to be foregoing our normal episodes and doing just Loki until the the series ends. We need a break. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No beating around the bush there. What's 134 episodes? Yeah. I I mean, it's every single Monday and it's they're easier to do the shorter episodes just for a a few weeks. For a few weeks. Well, like six weeks or it's whatever. Like we'll take our little summer vacation, but you guys still get content. And we're too damn prideful to stop our streak that we have going on. So <laughs> it's like a win-win situation for everybody. We need it. I appreciate the dedication. Oh, I appreciate you. I appreciate us being stupid. And, and <laughs> yeah, that's what it really is. It's stupid. Going off a streak that no one else cares about. <laughs> exactly. But I love that it's important to you two, and that's all that matters, man. It's one of those things where... Everyone keeps coming, and they keep giving us their precious hours on Earth to listen to our stupid show of talking about comic book movies. And our thank you is just- Just keep doing it, Keep doing it. Give more. We love hearing the feedback. Yes. We love that you guys are enjoying whatever it is we're doing here, whatever it might be. Yeah. You learn something, you get a few ha-has, you remove yourself from your shitty existence just for maybe 90 minutes a week. (laughs) Great. Speaking of feedback, if you have any for us, you can send your questions and comments to katepodcasters at gmail.com. Right. And if you need another distraction from your shitty existence, call us new experience grind. <laughs> you could. Yeah. You got Kyle and you got Sean, and they'll distract you from your mortality on this earth. You're going to die one day, but they're going to remind you, hey, it's not yet. It'll be sometime, though. We are very nihilistic. <laughs> it's crazy. For a bunch of happy-go-lucky for- dudes, uh, it gets pretty dark. For a lot of optimism and positivity, yeah, that switch will flick real fast. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are pretty much like the happy tree friends or whatever from South Park, where you're like, la, 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 hail Satan. <laughs> hail Satan. <laughs> no, I'll take that. I'll, I'll appreciate it. Yeah. I love it. Thanks for joining us. Man, you guys, again, thanks for having me. I'm glad I pestered Dave to come back for MIB2. I totally did. <laughs> But I wanted You're to. You're an amateur men in black enthusiast yeah. expert. I do love this. I forgot I called you. These movies, for some reason. Well, now you're automatically <laughs> signed up for three and international. So. I, well, Sorry, I bud. Like yeah. I mean, I've had a fucking blast talking about these two with you. I don't know why it would change on the other two, even if they're terrible. We have. We got fun. a good one and a bad one. So, yeah. yeah. At least we know what we're in for. Right. And also, we got a few questions on Facebook. Excellent. Need addressing. Right. ASAP. ASAP. As always, I put out a post asking for questions, comments, whatever, about the movie we're talking about that night. Mike Lanham, he wants to know if you could swap one movie role for Will and one for Tommy, and it make for a better movie, what would it be? Example, Will Smith is in Batman Forever, and Tommy Lee Jones is in Aladdin. Oh. He wants like a full swap just a full body swap for one of each of them i'm gonna go first okay okay i want tommy lee jones as muhammad ali (laughs) yeah yeah okay and what does will smith do in his place 
What's the one where he's with the all uh, the girls when he's like the old man of the man of the house? Is that a thing? Yeah, Tommy where he's Jones? the 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 house dad to the cheerleaders. That one. Oh, I want Will Smith in there. That would be fun, actually. Yeah. I'm suddenly realizing that I cannot think of any Tommy Lee Jones movies for for whatever reason. I'm just blanking right now. I would like to see Tommy Lee Jones as uh, a young, fashionable, but actually it's just Tommy Lee Jones. Uh, dating guru. I'd like to see him in Hitch. <laughs> see what he does with Tommy that. Tommy Lee Jones dancing next to, I almost said Kevin Smith, and it's not him. It's uh, uh No, it's, uh, it's the other Kevin. <laughs> Kevin James. Oh, yes. yeah. Paul Blart. I did not know I needed that in my life. Thank you, Kyle. That that could work. And then, uh, you know, that one's the funny one. Maybe f- he was playing Harrison. I, I'd say switch him with, uh, put him in Fugitive. Will Smith could do Tommy Lee Jones. Why not? Marshall. And realistically, Honestly, I what could you see could that. say is you yeah. could take Will Smith from Men in Black and swap him with Tommy Lee Jones in Men in Black too, and it's all the same thing anyway. <laughs> As was, and Will Smith could also probably do the Harrison Ford role pretty well as the fugitive, I feel, actually. He's a sympathetic guy. Yeah, he could. Yeah. That's what I was really thinking. But he could probably play the Marshal. But those are my two. That's a good two. I like it. I think I would take Will Smith and put him in Captain America as oh. the guy recruiting <laughs> Captain America. Okay. Okay, I forgot he was um, in there. I can see that, though. But more importantly, just to get... Get that out of the way so we can get Thomas Leeson Johnson as Hancock. Oh, I hate it and I love it. I know you really dislike that movie, <laughs> but imagine it with a drunk, disorderly Tommy Lee Jones instead. Yelling yes, at Jason Bateman? <laughs> exactly. I love it now. Yeah. All of a sudden, mm-hmm. better movie. Mm-hmm. You did it. <laughs> Vincent Misafra. He wants to know, if you had a neuralizer for 24 hours... What would you do? Honestly, I'd probably forget. Just this movie? <laughs> no, no. Whatever I did, I'd, I'd absolutely accidentally stop, neuralize myself. Forget. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No. No matter what happened, I wouldn't remember it. That's pretty fair. He also wants to know what's our favorite Will Smith song. I'm going Wild Wild West. I don't care what anyone says. Really? Okay. Absolutely. That's a hard question, actually. I'd say probably parents don't understand. Okay. That's a good one. You are a little older than us, so mm-hmm. I can see that pick. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and that song's just so stupidly ridiculous. It's such a G-rated Will Smith song for kids. Like, man, parents just don't oh, understand. Yeah. Like, it's so silly. <laughs> it's, oh. I love it. Like, I, hey, I'm let's m- make hip-hop safe for the white suburban kids. <laughs> right. <laughs> hey, I mean, if it makes you this marketable. <laughs> it worked, man. Off his album, Crossing the Tracks. <laughs> I'm a big fan of everything on Big Willie style. Yeah, um, it's a good album. Mm-hmm. But I, I probably have to go with getting jiggy with it. Cool. The classic. Yeah, that I mean, it's the obvious too. answer. Yeah, but it is. Mike Lanham, Vincent Misoffer, thank you for your questions, guys. Kyle, man, thank you so much again. I, I can't thank you enough. It's always so much fun hanging out with you. Yeah, I'm, I appreciate you guys, man. It's like two and a half hours. Not when you cut this down, but. In here. real time? Yeah. <laughs> I wish it was real time six hours cut down to whatever I cut it it's, down to. I would, I would talk with you guys for six hours. I love chatting with you guys. I've hung yeah. out with Brian for 24 hours straight. Yep. I still love the that. So. That's true. <laughs> it was a good you time. Know, I like I, how you said that like you were surprised. <laughs> <laughs> and I still uh, love the, the guy. Weird. <laughs> 
I like how in just his two sentences that he said, it went from love to like. Yeah. <laughs> Real quick. Hey, I'm tolerable for 22 hours, but after that, look Forget out. Forget it. Fuck this guy. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Guys, go listen to Experience Grind yes. with Kyle and Sean. And Sean. You guys have heard Sean a bunch of times on here before as well. They've oh, combined yeah. their forces into the amalgamation that is the new experience, the new experience grind. grind. Go give it a listen. It's a lot of fun. It's two people you love doing something that they love. How could it go wrong? I can't think Stay of it. Stay tuned now. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle, buddy, thank you again. Love thank you, you guys. I love you, boys. You got anything else, Brian? That's it for me. Fantastic. We're going to see you guys next week for Speed Racer. Same pod time. Same pod. R-E-C-Y-C-L-E Recycle.